Potted up the wrong one again. But that now all good. Set. I do that every like five shows. No one at home knew. No. Until I told them. <laughs> How you doing, I didn't buddy? Know. How's um Parenthood part two? Uh good. Good. Very good. Everyone's good. Exhausting. Are, yeah, you get are you getting any sleep? Um more than the more than Mrs. Squeezer for sure, Aww. but still uh, less than my usual four hours that I would normally get. Man, I couldn't. I, I don't know what I would do without my twelve hours a night. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That I send you like a message or something at like six thirty, which I guess is early. But to the average person that goes to work at a normal job, that they're probably already on the road. When do I? Uh, when did I ever work a normal job? Exactly. Yeah. But then, like, then, like, at eleven o'clock, I get something back. <laughs> I mean, I see it at like eight, but I, I'm, I don't have the pay, the ability to answer you back. Well, it's the morning. same thing when I when I those nights that I do go to bed, like, where it's like two thirty, and I get something from you. I'm like, oh, I really want. I I see it as I'm like laying there, I'm about to fall asleep. I'm like, I really don't want to start a conversation. I have to be up in three and a half hours. No. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so we got some gifts and Ooh. a lot in this week. It was a nice. Um, our, our friends and family, uh, our, our buddy Ferris, uh, Ferris Print. Um, he, I posted the design of those T-shirts based on uh, a quote you made, mm -hmm. as with the wasp and their assholes have knives. Yes, and oh, those fuckers are in my house constantly now. Well, um, next time he sent me, you, and Enchantress a shirt, and next time you're killing wasps, you could wear this official Rad Years Radamania shirt. Um, you know, I'll post them, and if you guys like them, maybe we could convince Mr. Ferris to uh, put a few for sale. Uh, we could sell them on radyears.com. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Uh, and he also Thank you. He sent along a uh, full-built Inspector Gadget mcdonald's toy with all the pieces that make no yeah, shit yeah he got it out of like a uh like an auction clearance or whatever and then he sent me this print he had this awesome ghostbusters print i got a post how did matthew broderick get a toy before i did well and i'm no one special you have a you have a pin as of today Ooh, transition yeah uh the pins came in for the squeezer pins and they're adorable um the rk pins did not come in yet but as soon as they come in, you'll have to check radiers.com because information on how you can get a free set will be up there. Uh, also, our buddy Ted Brothers. Are not... you just trying to get me to go to the website? Yeah, eventually I'll get you to go to the website. You want your fucking pin of yourself. You got to go on a website. <laughs> yeah, I have to post something. I posted two so far for summer vacation. One about the release of Batman in 89, 30th anniversary. And mm -hmm. the second one was about um, with the time I caught Macho Man Randy Savage on the Arsenio Hall show in July of '92. Uh, I have I have remember so much detail about that day, uh, even what Happy Meal toy, or Kids Meal toy we got from Burger King. 
You are a strange, strange savant. Yes, it's on there on radyears.com, the summer vacation, our popsicle logos. We're doing something with them, some sort of merch. Uh, Got to figure out what. Uh, then our friend Ted Brothers, not the Ted Brothers, the one and only Ted Brothers, he listened and heard that I'm trying to collect some loose Congo figures. He had a few he sent me, um, Amy and one of the gray gorillas and one of the tiny packing gorillas and then he sent me a mint in box well not mint but pretty close uh jungle tracker because i said i didn't have any of the vehicles mm -hmm. so he sent me one of the vehicles oh that's awesome yeah so he's a, he's Which, a sweet man the jungle tracker let me look at that one that one either was or became so that, that on, came I, don't out know, I don't know if it's the jungle tracker. lost world right it came out before lost world vehicles ah uh, people listen to people on the internet yeah the, the no which was it? it was uh here it is it was uh yeah the tracker the trail hack trail hacker it was called trail hacker oh yeah yeah that's is that the one it's an atv yeah it looks like it box art is so cool yep yo it's really cool yeah i had this it's actually a uh they released this for uh uh, the Lost World line. Oh, Lost World too. Yeah, just with a different paint job, but it did all the same stuff. I think the this net, thing was really cool. The net trap they released for the Lost World line too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much all of. In fact, all of the uh, for the most part, Kenner figures were also all repurposed into the uh, Lost World line. If they hadn't already been repurposed from Alien. the Alien line. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is Very really cool. really sweet. Thank you. Dad, thank you, Ferris Print, and thank you to our friends at the Covert Nerd Podcast. These guys are all getting their own blog post uh, uh, to show off what they sent, and um, he, these guys over there sent these comic books that they self-published called uh, uh, Mega, uh, Make Eternia Great Again, uh, and it's their uh, play on He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. They're really cool. And they're releasing uh, a read-along audio like you used to get with those He-Man books back in the day. Oh. In fact, Ferris Prince sent us some of those cassette tapes originally back last year. So a really cool um, comic book. He, they sent one for you, too. So next time I see you, I haven't seen you in over a week. Yeah. So, this is way too long apart. I know. I'm getting withdrawals. But next time I see your handsome face, I will give you your T-shirt and your... Um, Oh, so much swag. And I think that, that Inspector Gazer would look great in your office. It is pretty barren. Yeah, you really The only have... thing in there right now is a Red Year's flag. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, yeah, thank you, all of you guys. Absolutely. Everyone who listens to. Also, last week we mentioned uh, Jesse from Oh, I Had That sent us those Dick Tracy scratch on McDonald's cards. So everyone's been really sweet lately. And I've just been guffawing over that. Like, I can't grasp that. You know me, like I can't not scratch them off. I know. I, so I had to lock like, them up. You and have keep to away like keep you. them at a distance from me. I'm like, yeah. how did they, anything last that long? Something between now and 30 years ago, someone had to go. Oh, I don't even know what this is, but it requires me to scratch it, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Like, how does that come about? And how did you, even them? How did they find it? And not go. I need to scratch this. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know what I haven't released yet, though. Uh. 118 people, unfortunately, watched my serial review. 
I have not released the second part. Um, I don't know if I PTSD from it, but those 118 people need to see the second part. So that is that is coming. The the Coke the new Coke review actually got quite a few views. We're at come on, that's me. It's 450 people watch new Coke. So yeah, and I got more content um, that I'll be shooting next week. And after I put it, so I'll put up the second part of the serial, and then I got content on wrestling figures that I, I shot originally, and um, I didn't forget to hit record on the audio. So I have a new camera set up, dual camera <laughs> set up. And um, I think I, I could slave the camera that records me to the recorder. So when I, I have to hit one record, and they both go. Okay, so you don't have to sync your audio separately on no, two I'll, cameras. I will have to sync, but the slave recording. <laughs> but you, you won't have. You'll at least have it on one. I will have the recording on my master record. I'll have the microphone that I'm talking into recorded. That's good. This is why um, when they make TV shows, there's usually, you know, at least two people there. Hopefully three. The more, the merrier. Um, that's, that's true. The more the merrier. To an extent. To an extent, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know me, I'm, I'm like the running gun. Few as possible. Get it done. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's what. Any we, room for craft services. <laughs> that's, uh, what we got going on right now. Um, I honest, I swear it, it's, it sounds like an excuse. I would have had something up, but I had a kid. Be honest, you would not have. Maybe, maybe you'd not. Still, you'd still be forming your thoughts and building paragraphs. I still paragraphs am. I don't know and... how to end it. I thought I did, and then I don't know if I like it, and then I overthink it, and uh, it's just... I do have an idea for something else, because I found something in my closet that's been sitting there for a while, so it's probably stale, but it's from halfway around the world, and it looks pretty delicious and gross at the same time. Hmm. And uh, once once I try it out, I will make sure you get it too, because you're Mr. Candy anyway, so you got to try it out. I wrote a lot about Macho Man on the Arsenio Hall show. I gave <laughs> I, I gave background into why Macho Man was at the point he was when he was there. I gave background into my obsession with wrestling in the summer of '92. I gave background into where he was, what what I was doing on that day, July thirty first, nineteen ninety two, um, and it got me. I, I, one of my original idea was to write about the ninety two Olympics. That was like the first time I paid attention to the Olympics. Yeah. And. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, Is there's a lot of info. I'm like looking. I'm scrolling down. I wrote a lot about Boncho Man appearing. And then, so if you want to go into the minutia of my day on July 31st, 1992, go to radyears.com. Summer vacation. It's happening now. Uh, but today we are talking about summer memories. Uh, it's our third summer memory show. We've got more. I'm trying to to piecemeal out. So I'm talking about some things I wrote about, but, um, so you'll hear me tell the story, but I'm trying to like reserve things just for the podcast and keep things just for the website. So 
Um, but this is fun. I got a bunch of cool stuff to talk about. And uh, No, it's great. I'm sorry, just to cut you off, but as I, I scroll through, you kind of like kind of look over your blog and you're expecting, oh, a whole bunch of info on uh, Macho Man on Arsenio. And as you scroll through, you think about it and you're like, okay, but then it comes across and you're seeing like news, like clipping with the TV schedule for the night and then uh, a Walt Disney Kids Club promo and then a big picture of Eagle Snack Mix. It's, I'm, it's, I'm setting it's, the scene. This is, this is what it's like in your mind. <laughs> I'm setting the scene. So I, I want to explain like the... The bedroom scene with the sheets, WWF sheets. I had that. Those in those that comforter. Like those. That that's pretty sweet. All, yeah, you know what? The, um, my uh, friend up the street, he had he had that set. I recall. For all intents and purposes, that was my room in uh, that that summer. Uh, my mom cut out that poster that I posted at the top, and she had that hanging on my wall. Because uh, my dad would get the posters for promotional purposes, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I told the story already of how when Ric Flair was like showing the pictures of him and Miss Liz, I was so upset over it until like the magazine Aww. debunked it. So I get into that too. Cause that, that, uh, feeds that, that lends its knowledge to that informs this article. Uh, and then the night, uh, was Friday, July 31st, 1992. And, um, my mom was bogarting the television for most of the time upstairs. That's just cause she was big Olympics. The, gymnastics she was into mm-hmm. i was more into the dream team yeah um but yeah I, I turned 10 years old two and a half weeks before this so i was 10 i was a mature boy and uh, my mom was reading a newspaper and she's like she knew she always liked macho man too and she knew how much i did oh how so, can you not yeah so she's like oh my god macho man's gonna be on the arsenio hall show and i knew uh macho man who Macho Man, I'm sorry, who Arsenio was because like two months or a month before that, Bill Clinton was on Arsenio playing the sax. Mm-hmm. And that was like, has viral, you know, before viral was a thing, that was viral. It yeah. was on every like syndicated show and every news program and the, and the possibility. And it was on 1130. My mom's like, yeah, it's it's a Friday night. It's a summer. You can stay up and watch it. So I, I found the exact newspaper that my mom read to see that. And I cut the blurb out and it says... Scheduled guests on the Arsenio Hall Show, Channel 9 and 29, which was WOR and Fox 29, which mm-hmm. isn't that where your father-in-law works? Uh, yeah. 29, yeah. You had to think about it, yeah. So, um, I got to talk to him, too. Uh, was he there before when Paramount owned it, before Fox? I can ask him. I got in some deep history because of this. And why they aired uh, the Arsenio Hall show. Because Paramount produced it. It was the whole thing. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, it says actress Shannon Doherty, who I wouldn't come to know till Marats, And I got to know her. Oh, Marats, if you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. wrestler Macho Man Randy Savage. So, uh, yeah, that was a big night. I remember everything. I remember what we did that night. I remember what we ate that night. I remember my snacks we got for that night. <laughs> and I go into the minutia of it all. Yeah, this is some toothpick counting shit you got going on. <laughs> so uh, I actually posted the whole interview, and it's worth watching on Arsenio. I found some guy has it on YouTube, 
and it's fucking classic Macho Man. He's as crazy as ever. And at one point, it's the one, it's the infamous one where he admits that he took steroids in early in his life, mm-hmm. and that it was wrong, and you shouldn't do it again. Yeah, kids, the message is stay in school and don't do drugs. Yeah. You know, he does the whole... Yeah, because, you know, yeah, he was absolutely clean at that point. Yeah. He is in full regalia, too. Hands taped, mm-hmm. boots, tights, Stetson hat, jacket, top, WWF wing title on, sunglasses. Yeah. He... Well, that's when, and that's when guys wore the belt. Yeah. Yeah, right. He wears it with pride. Bruce Pritchard would be happy. Mm-hmm. I hate when they carry it and wear it over the shoulder. The belt's meant to be worn. Yeah, he's wearing the belt. And he's wearing it well, man. Macho. Yeah, uh, that's what that's what I miss. You don't see those guys when they come out. They come out, you know, plain clothes now. Yeah. You know, I don't want to see that. Uh, I, I want to. I want a fucking pomp and circumstance. See what I did yeah. there? But I did see what you did there. <laughs> that's the name of the song. Okay, uh, so uh-huh. that wasn't a summer memory. But to get more information about that summer memory, to find out every little inkling of what I did that night. Go to radyears.com. I think I sold it pretty well there. That's worth I reading. I do appreciate that you did link the video to another guy's YouTube site rather than just ripping that video. Why? I wouldn't do crop that. It, crop, whoop, cropping it, putting our watermark on it, loading it to our YouTube, and then passing it off as our own. That's shitty. I would never do that. It is shitty. Unless I had the VHS and I did the work and imported myself, I would never do that. No. No, no, no. No, this is a society where we could all play together. I don't need full credit. Um... You know, if that's some, someone else, that's for someone else to do. Yeah. But, uh, all right, you want to talk? I guess I already, I guess I just went first, but I got that's not even my first pick. <laughs> uh, here is my first pick. You know, the 68 Democratic Convention is probably the most bitching time I ever had in my life. Hey, guys, one more thing. Hey, this summer, when you're being inundated with all this American bicentennial Fourth of July brouhaha, don't forget what you're celebrating, and that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning, aristocratic white males didn't want to pay their taxes. So that was the scene when school officially was out and Dazed and Confused, one of my favorite all-time movies. And in my opinion, it, it even though it's like two decades prior to, well, three decades prior to two and a half to our last day of school in high school, mm-hmm. it was still a good representation of the fuck it all. You know that meme where it's like, Friday, fucking he's throwing the papers in the air? Yep. That was literally the last day of school. Yeah. Well, that's what, like the last week was kind of yeah. leading up to that. And then, yeah, the last day was just complete fuck around time. So uh, I went to Catholic school and I've talked about it on the on the show before. And it was <laughs> there's not a lot of money in Catholic schools, especially the one I went to. Uh, there was this field day we had. Did, did public schools have field day? 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had this field day, and it was an excuse to get us all out in our gym clothes and play various outdoor games for prizes. But I think they just fumigated the school and then needed us all out of there. <laughs> uh, our, I, I always just figured it's like they were out of lesson plans, and now you're just well, filling it, it's up a combination by the state. It's a combination. And, and um, they wouldn't even let us eat lunch in there. We all, it's like a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> Cafeteria shut down. Yeah, right. So they're definitely fumigating. Uh, we are required. So the next few days we'd be spent doing slave labor janitorial work. So That's right. We are required to bring in like a, 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 a SOS or Brillo pads from home to help scrub down our desks and chairs. Oh, no, I don't... I, I was just thinking we had to clean off like the bulletin boards and shit. You oh, really? No. You, they yes. put you like hands and knees like you're yes. like Cinderella there? Yes. <laughs> so um, you took your desk and your chairs outside and there's hoses and you scrubbed them down and you got them... Clean. <laughs> yeah, yep. So this became like class warfare in fifth grade. I would always come in with the plain old blue ones, which, you know, a majority of us lower, lower, upper, lower, middle class kids would have. But Mm -hmm. the popular kids always seem to have these like pink or yellow ones, which I never knew where the fuck they got them. I guess they were Brillo pads. Yeah. And I had had cheap SOS pads, I guess, with the research I found. SOS is a good brand. Well, I I don't know. I I probably had Wise brand for all I know, or like store brand, but... I was I always still by store brand, and I'm upper, upper, lower, lower, upper, right. lower, middle class now. I was, I'm, I'm upper class now. I'd say, because I don't have kids or anything. Yeah, yeah, you have um, disposable income. It, <laughs> if you, I mean, technically, if, if you're listening to this show and you, you're, we're all like the one percenters of the world, but if if you have enough. Uh, if you can afford to have an army of Stay Puft Marshmallow Mans in your office, yeah, uh, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not rich by any means. I'm just, I'm just trying to rub in the squeeze of these two kids that he has to pay for. Uh, I was uh, so pissed off that they had this like colorful cleaning steel, and I was stuck with my like prison blue Brillo pads. Um, so yeah, that was the, like the last week leading up to it. You had to clean and get like, there was no teaching going on. It was, it was actually teaching a life lesson. Um, you know, like slave labor, like it got me prepared for a certain cable TV station. Not the one I work for currently. Uh, no, the uh, last day of school was the biggest joke. Cause you go in for what seems like seven hours, but in reality it's like 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. It's just, they go in long enough for the state minimum to count as a day, which mm-hmm. I think is like literally 20 minutes. And um, they send your ass home. And it, I, I don't know who is more excited to get out, the teachers or the students. Like they joke, they did, they made the joke on The Simpsons. You know, where like, oh, they, yeah. They, like they, they show the kids so excited and then they go in, they show the teachers drinking and partying up. Like that is when summer vacation actually begins. Now, like, we count summer as, like, oh, it's summer, summer, summer. Everyone's like, Memorial Day, it's summer. As adults, you're dead inside, so summer just doesn't even matter. It's over before it begins. Did summer start? Uh, it did, but it's already over. Oh, okay. Um, so the problem is it was always a random, like, Tuesday or Wednesday in June at, like, 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, all right, okay, now what do I do? Uh, when you're in high school, you-, you have a friend or two, and you're driving around, you'll listen to music. And that's hanging out and, you know, you waste your time and you maybe go to a fast food place or the mall. or You really did just waste your time, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And now all kids do is they're on their phones wasting the time. We were at least 
like staring into nothing, wasting our time. Yeah, being with our thoughts. Right. <laughs> which is terrifying. Um, oh, what did I say to... Uh, I said something today, and, and Miss Squeezer looked at me. She's like, it must be terrifying up there. Oh, yeah, I was yelling at... Like, we're driving, uh, and I was yelling at some woman on the side of the road because she was just walking, enjoying herself, having a sip of her iced coffee, and looking at her phone. I'm like, you know, she wouldn't be so happy... If there, I just went off on this wolf and bear tangent. <laughs> it's always that, wolves know, and she bears. She wouldn't be doing that. She wouldn't look so happy if a pack of wolves like took her out, and you know, I, I, it was no reason whatsoever. But I just went into bitter squeezer mode, and she just looked at me, just not mortified, but just almost like sad. Like I'm sad for you that this is what <laughs> has to go on in your brain. It's always wolves and bears, but for the most part. Uh you just did the same thing to me when you were reading my blog about Macho Man. What's that? Judge me about what goes on in my brain. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I I, I was thinking about that at the same time. I just passed over myself. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it's a long, it's a long, long twisted journey in there. Anyway, so yeah, the hanging out in high school was so boring. So it's dull. You can't you can't talk about that. So I'm talking about back to like fifth or fourth grade. You know when your social status was determined by the color of the soap on your cleaning steel wool pad. <laughs> <laughs> so you get off the bus at like 11 a.m. mid June, and uh, the temperature in the Northeast when you get off the bus on the Macadam is roughly the same as the surface of the sun. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. You're free. No but at more... least the sun, I would think, is usually like a dry heat. Yeah, right. This is a very muggy heat. No more book bags. No more shirts and ties because I went to Catholic school until September. Uh -huh. And I think for the last week, they let us wear our gym clothes, which is still a uniform. It was like you had to buy it with the friars. We had the St. Francis friars. Um, but from here on out, the only reason to wake up early was on Saturdays to watch cartoons. Everything else was just gravy, man. Especially like... <laughs> Later in my life, when my parents both worked, like I could sleep till like one if I wanted to. Ah, uh, I would never. I was still up, ass crack of dawn, or even before. Whatever, Boy Scout. I wanted. I wanted to make the most of it. And for me, making the most of it was sleeping. Uh, sleep's boring. I can't. I can't do things when I'm sleeping. You don't do things when you're awake. <laughs> yes, but at least I get to experience me not doing anything. At least you have the you have the ability to do things if you w wanted to. Look, when breakfast takes you an hour and a half, all right, you got to get an early start. That's true. Yeah. Um, so both our both our parents working, we were entrusted in the care of my brother, who is just two years older than me. And my mom would stock the freezer with micro magic and like Hormel microwave burgers and uh, chicken sandwiches and. Uh, mini corn dogs and, and like all the type of junk food you could so and now it was ours to eat and make as our will but that wasn't junk food back then no they, they considered it nutritious i guess yeah uh so it was nickelodeons in the morning uh the free the junk food freezer and then at lunch and then you know drinking sunny d all day long as we you know did our normal summer stuff um i talked about my friend down the street matt uh he had that above ground swimming pool and it's pretty good chance that's where we'd wind up on most days. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, cannonballs and pretending we were Ninja Turtles swimming through the sewers, uh, building an appetite <laughs> yeah. for possible pizza in the future. Nothing pizza only tastes better when you're pretending you're a Ninja Turtle swimming through the sewers for four hours. Oh, absolutely. So, as soon as we had enough of the pool, we'd get the towels and run out into the hot street 
at, you know, cause that's how you warm yourself immediately. And that's when the basketball hoop was. And our favorite thing was like popping the tar bubbles <laughs> and the tar patches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they'd get hot and bubble up and you pop them and the water would like pop out. And, um, you know, game of horse was never out of the question. And, you know, you, you'd run to the, as soon as you got too hot, you run to the shaded spot to cool so your feet wouldn't burn to the macadam. And, um, you know, our parents were exhausted from working. So the possibility of pizza or even better, a McDonald's Happy Meal Ooh. Uh, was not out of the question. Uh, but it was a little too far away. So, like, you know, that Texaco. So we either walked or took a little bike trip to the Texaco and uh, you got to either, you know, if your parents are home, you hit them up for a little spending cash. You either get a dollar or dollar fifty. But, um, you know, if, if not, you just you got the money you saved. And you, 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 back then, 30 cents was enough to go to the Texaco. That's like, yeah. you know, five or six jawbreakers or pieces of bazooka. There's, you know, spending money. Yeah. You didn't need a, a, a fucking more than a dollar ever. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely go bazooka because, you know, me being being frugal, you know, it's like bang for your buck. You know, I get a comic and I get gum. Yeah, but a, a jawbreaker would last you almost all day. One of those bastards. Yeah, well, yeah, it's be- depending on the age of the bazooka, though, that's almost as good as a jawbreaker. <laughs> that's true. I would, or I'd change up and I'd get uh, a couple... Uh, bazookas, but then like one atomic fireball. Yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah exactly. You mix an atomic fireball into, and that just made your spit like so viscous and red. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and then you walk around thinking like a cowboy and just like or a baseball yeah. player, like you're yep. dipping because that dipping, was cool yep. back then. Oh yeah, every every bottle of root beer was beer. Everything else, yep. every pretzel run was a cigar, a cigarette. Oh god, yeah. It's like you wanted every vice. That, yeah. that you would grow to find disgusting by your parents, and then you end up committing yourself. Yeah, anyway. right. Um, so, you know, we'd go down and hang out on my swing set because Matt didn't have... Matt had the pool. We had the swing set in the clubhouse, the treehouse. Uh, and then, like, Matt's basement, we'd play Sega Genesis and read comic books, uh, discussing what books were missing to get at the shop. And um, I don't know. That's, like, that first day of school. Bless you. As much as he can. Sorry, one more. Well, I probably just woke up for Enchantress. I did last week with my sneezing fit. Oh. Uh, I don't know what sneezing fits are becoming a, a thing on the Radiers podcast. You're growing. I guess so. Um, so, uh, like I said, the best part was the days were ours, and every day was a weekend. And, ev- of course, every opportunity we try, we try to weasel out a sleepover. Um, you know, either mm-hmm. at my house or Matt's house, we gather all our action figures, uh, you know, settle in for Super Nintendo Batman 66 marathon, uh, because back then, like after Batman 99, Batman 66 became the show people just ran for over and over and over. Yep. And we ate it all up. You wait for that pizza to arrive. And then like inexplicably at 10 PM, you feed the, you, you get the need to go outside and play again. And you're like animals. You just, it's, if you get outside at 10, you're running around in the dark. And I wrote about this like pocket fan and I can't find a picture of my dad had. So it was like probably one of those gifts. Now you can buy at, like certain areas of target that like are crap and no one wants. This was and, like the, like when you first walk in like that dollar 
exactly. section that's always a mess. No, 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 not that. Like the section on like, Christmas that has like the the desk pool set and like the okay, the, the like nail the, trimming it's, it's set. patio furniture, and then it's yeah, it's you know the like turnover stuff in the back. Not even that. No, 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 no. The 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 small gifts you give like your dad, like the the tie rack, the rotating tie rack. Oh yeah, yeah. You know they come in the red box. They all come in the same red box. It's like the the nail clipping set, and they sell them like in like a, a shelf by the by the, uh, by the men's clothes. This was no, like my... it was like the size of a VHS, but it was it was like a, a half the thickness, and it had a fan in it. What's a VHS? You know exactly what a VHS tape is. And it had a flashlight in it, and it had this, like, little air freshener thing that went down. I guess you could change the cartridge. That, like, would blow, like, a, a sand through the fan. Ooh. And we like, fight over this fan and, like, use it in the hot summer, thinking it was, like, it would cool us. Like, it was, like, putting a fucking, like, wind chiller on us. It, was, it did nothing. It was so fucking stupid. <laughs> but we would, like, think this thing was, like, the ultimate power-up. Um... You know, there's no need to sleep in the summer either, uh, especially during the night. <laughs> it's probably why it's 12.35 and I'm going to be up for another two hours on a Aww. Thursday night. Um, you know, uh, you're fueled by the pizza grease and the desire to watch Dave Letterman or, or Arsenio Hall, even though you didn't understand a single joke or know most of the guests except Monster no, Man. I would just wait until Letterman started throwing stuff out windows. Yeah, it was a simple fact that you could do it. That yes. was the reason we, as long as you didn't wake your parents, there was no bedtime. Those were the, and see, it sucks now because I, I still like get giddy for summer. But back then, those were the two most glorious months of your life. Mm-hmm. And when summer vacation began, nothing else was better. And uh, yeah, that's my first memory. I want I came out swinging, buddy. Sorry. Oh no! It's so good. Well, we'll transition right into. Um, you were talking about going back outside at ten o'clock or having sleepovers and stuff like that. Yeah. What better place to have a sleepover than is uh, your own backyard? Uh, tonight we'll push the twin beds together. And I found something for Millhouse down at the mall, too. A pup tent. Oh boy! Now I can sleep out in the yard. Yeah, every single night. The visual on it is lost, though, because Milhouse <laughs> just sitting there by himself staring into the nothing is... is... Every single night! There, there's even, like, just little animated gifs of Milhouse just sitting there, just nodding his head. Uh, that was me. <laughs> if, yeah, if you could keep me out of the house, I was out of the house. And, you know, you would... Uh, we'd have, uh... We went camping a lot, so we had, like, uh, one of those, like, six-man Eureka ones... Um, like the little dome tents yeah, uh, that were starting to get real popular uh, back then. And then uh, my friend, they had the big, because they had a bigger family, and they had like one of those eight-man ones, which is like a house. And it even had like a front like entryway to it. Uh, you could like walk in. Like Basically, the tent had a mud room. Um, and all the parents had to do just to keep you out of the house. They set up a tent. And it was the greatest thing. We spent millennia living in tents. And then you finally get into a solid structure, and all you want to do as a kid is get out in a tent. Yep. I had the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
our entire summers would be spent out there. I would sleep in the backyard as much as I could. And you just had it like we couldn't now. I don't know if laws changed or with the whole chimney thing, it got easier to have a little fire in your backyard because it was it's controlled now, so it's legal as long as you get that little cage on top of it or you you know quick throw it on when the cops come by. But yeah, you we couldn't have like a fire in our backyard back then. That wasn't on um, a piece of OSB board. Uh, strung between uh, two ladders. Right. Uh, but you'd make your own. Like, you'd get, like, all, like, the citronella candles or, like, the tiki torches together and, you know, put them all together, and that was, like, your little campfire and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we would spend every night you were out there as much as you could. And then you'd go, like, going inside was, like, it was like a foray into the wilderness to go back inside. You know, like I got to go back inside to get drinks or more ice pops or more pizza. Right. But like, and that was, and there was a strange air of, cause like there's a certain humidity and temperature your house gets to when all the air conditioners are cranking and struggling, but the door is wide open <laughs> all night long. Cause there's kids just coming in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't like air conditioning. I don't know what it was when I was a kid, but there was something so soothing like now I can't stand it. Like I, but I guess I just don't spend enough time outside. But when you're like running around and like your metabolism is running at its full rate, mm-hmm. and you go inside into like an air conditioned house, it's just like, ah, you know what I mean? Oh, I still get that. I, mean, I got that. That was, I, I, because I, I still have you know air conditioners in in this house. I, I think it's a difference between air conditioning and central air. Yeah, we. I had think central the noise has everything to do with it. Uh, see, we had central air as a kid. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. Jeffrey um, built the house, so you know. Oh, yeah, I put them through there. Uh, ah, <laughs> jealous. No, we had uh, uh, just monstrous uh, window units that definitely. Now that I look back on it, and now that someone has to like put air conditioners in and just put a second one in because it was so damn hot today, mm-hmm. um, that uh, it's like there's no way those air conditions air conditioners we had back in like the mid 80s in one window in one corner of the house was cooling the entire house and this is after we put on like an addition that was like uh 20 by 30 and like they're like the early adopter the open floor plan it was just this massive room (laughs) uh facing south um but yeah yeah there's a certain you can't quite put your finger on it you're right yeah uh, there's like a smell. I don't or feel it anymore. It might be mold. I don't know. Yeah, it might have been as a kid, but for me, I don't know. There was something. But yeah, I, I'm gonna write about. I, I won't go into detail too much about my my. But my friend Matt, his parents would set up this huge tent one weekend a year, and we'd camp out in it, and it was always like the greatest thing. And it it has to do. Oh shit! Actually, it's my next pick. I'll so I'll talk about it. Oh, I, that's work. what I'm about to talk about. As to do, but you could finish your thing, and I'll get uh, it. Yeah, and then um, we do the same thing, or you'd make your own tents sometimes, or you'd build really crude, really shitty shelters mm-hmm. um, that would not survive any real inclement weather. Now, though, I'm you know formally trained as a, a member of the Boy Scouts of America that you know I can build a pretty badass shelter. Um, but yeah, back then it was like you. 
try to build like a lean to or something. And it was just uh, that, that you would never sleep in overnight or try not to. And even those shelters that you build from scratch are not comfortable. Uh, my grandfather though, when we would sleep over at their house occasionally over the summer, which is like the ultimate win for the parents, you get that now. Like now you thought like, Oh great. I get to sleep over, you know, at the grandparents' house, that's so nice of my parents to let me do that. Right. When really now it's like, oh, thank God they're gone. Right. Um, Not yeah, your kids. Like You're just saying you can see how other people can say that about their kids, right? Oh, yeah. But no, I love my my kids. Um, and then, but he had a tent, and it was an older one, like an old A-frame style where you had the aluminum poles that you have to like pop together and then put in the grommets and then string it up. You know, it, it wasn't any of this, uh, uh, collapsible carbon fiber rod stuff. Right. Uh, you really had to string it up. And that thing was, uh, that was fun to sleep in. Cause that was like old school. I mean, this tent was probably, this tent was old when I was playing in it. And that was in like, you know, back in the eighties. Uh, and that was also the first tent that we borrowed when we went camping in Knobles for the first time. And we set up and we were able to, it was our first time. We only got the available, only available campsite that they had. And it was at the bottom of a hill of a runoff and it rained and it just washed everything away and like right into the tent. Uh. And that's when we decided, all right, we're getting a platform or upgrading. We're getting a tent. And that's when we went all out with all the, uh, accoutrement, and uh, their Eureka, uh, you know, it wasn't a Taj Mahal, but it was close. Well, what the hell? Yeah. But yeah, nothing like a good backyard camp out in the summer. Now I feel like every night is just miserable and hot and humid, and I don't even want to be out there. Yeah, I, I don't know uh, if I would ever want to do We should. Either. Oh, a Radier's camp out. We can have we can do a, a a movie on the lawn thing and camp out and. Now, once you move closer, you know I'm gonna make you do come come through with that for me. I'm fine with that, as long as it's uh it'll probably be either frozen, or. One of the frozen shorts, just be aware. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll do whatever you know. We'll do we'll do. Whatever, or Toy Squee- Story three. Squeeze that needs to watch. Because she likes, you know, she likes to put the knife in and twist it. So you know, go for the saddest one. I've, has she had shown any desire to watch? She doesn't know about it. Oh, okay. So don't tell because her because I I can't uh I wouldn't be able to. There would be no way to explain to her. Well, I think we'll hold off until uh, Frozen two in the fall. There'd be no way for me to explain to her how. We can go to the theater to watch it, but we can't watch it when we get home right away. Unless huh. I go and get a bootleg of it, which I've already got nasty emails from, you know, certain providers that I have, so I have to behave. Yes. But yeah, it's, there's no, um, no, no understanding how, well, we just saw it. I want to see it again. And me having to dish out another, you know, $16 pop each time she wants to go see Toy Story 4 so we'll yeah, wait until it's available you could go, you get to see it each time it's available what's that? you you would get to see it 
Yeah, I know. I want to see it. Right. Yeah, but I don't you know. I'm gonna spend thirty dollars at a pop for you know, and then chasing someone up and down an aisle. So we'll get there. Maybe when it's in a, when in for a buck, I think that'll be a good time. Go to the Roxy, live it up like we did. Live it up at the Roxy. All right. Um, let me tell tell my story about camping. I forgot that I actually. I'm like, oh, I'm see, I'm talking about something that we we did in the tents while we camped. Oh my God, this is a family show. It was, it was all on the up and up, Squeezer. Don't worry. Here it is. I bet it was. The signal goes out. Crime is on the rise. Batman returns. Exploding with power, the bat ski boat thunders ahead, bolting onto land for a missile attack. Gonna fly, my dear Penguin Commandos. The time has come to punish Batman. Batman? Deep dive Batman surfaces. Tearing into battle, Batman blasts his torpedo. Penguins all wet. Gotham City's greatest hero, Batman Returns. Batman Returns. So, most of my, uh, most of my posts are from 1992. In 1992, I, I've talked mostly about on the show about how Batman Returns came out that summer, and that was my life. Um... But uh, I was like a huge fan of um, the Batman Kenner action figures from 1992. They're so cool. They were kind of like a holdover. I was just looking on Zombie before we started the show. I could I'll tell you this is a true story. Squeezer can attest to it. Mm-hmm. Zombie Sailor posted these four, and they're still probably for sale. I might buy them before the show is over. These four Batman Returns figures, three different Batman and a Catwoman for 50 bucks. I'm like, eh, do I run? And I, I talked myself out of buying it. And Squeezer <laughs> was just laughing at me. Um, I know you're going to do it. Yeah, I probably will. So, uh, for me, like, Batman was, was everything, and the action figures were just, like, icing on the, on the cake for, for Batman being everything. Uh, so I had the first one I had, I talked, told the story I got a Clover was the penguin. He was just a repaint of the Kenner and the, the toy biz penguin. And it was black and red. It, it didn't look anything like Danny DeVito's penguin. Cause they were trying to keep that under wraps. Mm-hmm. Then I got a few of the Batmans. I think Oops, a deep sorry. dive Batman was my first one. Oh, I'm just going to clear my, take a drink here. off off my. I was talking all night, and so I don't want to lose my voice. Ah, yeah, we don't want that to happen. Yeah. Um, that wasn't meant to be condescending at yeah, all. Right. I know it came, it really did come it across did, that, yeah, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think it's getting to you. Um, so, uh, we, uh, my my buddy Matt collected them too, and with the summer of of Batman Returns, we had this was the only action figures we played with. I did make them also wrestle my Hasbro WWF figures, but I also played a lot of Batman. And my buddy Matt and I, he set up the tent, and I remember we played with these Batman figures all night. And I got like a migraine. I talked about my migraines last week. Mm-hmm. And I got so sick, and I actually had to go home. I felt like such shit. Like his mom was out. And she's like, "Oh, yeah, I'll walk you down. I'm back home. I'm stuck at home because I had a horrible migraine. I was barfing. So that used. Aww. That's what happened when I get a migraine. I throw up. Yeah, me too. I get really intense head pain, and mm-hmm. then it gets so intense I throw up, and then it start feeling better. Yep. 
So yeah, what the hell was wrong with us? Uh, I I don't know. The doc, I I had seizures. They were so bad. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go that far, but um, yeah, it would just shut you down. Yeah, I was completely shut down. Um, Growing pains, maybe. Yeah, because I grew out of mine. Like I grew in. It was a. I don't. Assuming I hit puberty, that's like when I guess I would have had them. Yeah, mine were like, yeah, we're gonna yeah. one up you and put you in. Here's a little misfire for you. Yeah. So there were so many different figures. There was the 16-inch uh, Batman that they sold as like a doll. Then there was the deluxe electronic figures, which I think might have been exclusive to Toys R Us. Um, it was the uh, Firebolt Batman and the Rocket Blast Batman. Mm-hmm. And then he had the Batcave Command Center. And uh, the Arctic World Race and Chase. It was over four feet of chase, race and chase action. It had two vehicle power launchers. The Penguin Commando crashed through the gates, triple action stump bridge, and the Penguin Duck Mobile. These were so cool. I wanted this so bad. My mom never buy it for me. Uh, she said it was junk. And it really, it was like that Hot Wheels track. Mm-hmm. You know, that, and then it just had some like cardboard cutouts. And it had like the Batmobile matchbox and the Penguin Duck matchbox. And there was this like thing that spring loaded, you pulled it back and it launched it through this other piece of cardboard. It was really stupid. <laughs> I still wanted it. Uh, that was uh, from Ertl. There was uh, the Arrow Strike Batman. He was in a gold costume. There was the Air Attack Batman. He was in like a white and black camo. There was the Arctic Batman, which my friend Matt had. It was all white. He had this like water gun, but that water gun they'd recycle. Oh yeah, the arrow strike. I remember. Sorry, the arrow strike one. That he came with like some we- cool like. It wasn't like scuba gear. It was like but... a grappling thing, that went over him. Yeah. Yeah, but it had it like a helmet. Ultrasonic armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, and but it had like what was cool was like the bubble was like form fit for, for the, cow. the ears. Yep. There was, and the coolest thing about all these cards is the artwork that was on all of them. They had artwork yeah. that went with all of them. So there was the Crime Attack Batman, the Deep Dive Batman, who had like a scuba, a neon yellow scuba suit. I had him. He was my favorite. Adam. He had the torpedo launching scuba gear. Uh, there was the Laser Batman. He, laser. He was in this like um, textured silver suit. There was Power Wing Batman. He was the one Matt had. He was in this copper suit, and he had kind of looked like Green Goblin's flying like mm-hmm. board. It was like a bat. There was Shadow Wing Batman, who was your typical black, and his but his arms went up like in the first movie. There was my favorite oh, okay. that I wanted so bad I could never find him. I own him now. Skywinch Batman. He was the gray and blue from the comic books that I love so much, and I always wanted him, but it was hard to find. But I own him now. Zombie Sailor hooked me up. Thunder Whip Batman, which I think is a hard-to-find one. He's expensive to get. There was the Bruce Wayne who turned into Batman, who looked like that Michael That was Keaton. my absolute favorite. Yeah, I, I own that on card. I had the Catwoman. I told the story of the Catwoman at the Toy Works where my, I'm mm-hmm. like, they might have it there, Mom. She's like, no, they don't have it at the ones back in town, so they don't have it here. I'm like, well, they might. And they did, and I was so vindicated. There was the Penguin. There was the Penguin Commandos, which are still the coolest figures ever made in the world. The two penguins with the little launcher backpacks there was robin which i love because as a kid i was always robin um then there was series two which had the hydro charge batman um the night climber batman which is a blue and black camouflage 
in the Jungle Tracker Batman, which is one of the ones for sale on zombiesailor.com. That's why I want them so bad. Series two. I didn't have these, but I love them. Now, I think you need a, a Bat Cave Command Center for your I know. office. So here were the Toys R Us exclusives. The Bola Strike Batman. He had double barrel bullet missile. Real fires. Really fires. There was the Polar Blast Batman, which had a giant glider with movable wings and a capture hook. And these were all in boxes with a little uh, plastic window to show the Batman figure. Mm-hmm. Then there was Batman Claw Climber. He climbs like a bat. Wings move and missiles fire. Then there were the fucking vehicles. Are bats known for their their climbing? Yeah, they climb with their wings. I've seen it before. Oh, no, I've, I've seen them do it, but it's not something that you brag about. It takes a while. No, no. So the Batmobile was cool because the Kenner one finally had the, yeah, the coupe that like went over. Like the, the Toy Biz one that was released for 89, it was like an open coupe, so it wouldn't close. Mm-hmm. The Kenner one actually closed. Um, and it shot a missile. Then there was yeah. something that I didn't even realize existed. It was a camo attack Batmobile that came with a figure. That was so oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Wanted it so bad. There was the Bat Ski Boat, which was introduced in Batman Returns. I didn't have, obviously. There was the Batwing Turbo Jet. I didn't have it. There was the Bruce Wayne Custom Coupe that came with the Bruce Wayne figure. Didn't have it. There was, I had that. There was, of course, you did. There it was, was pretty cool. Uh, the the sides would drop down. It had missiles on the inside, and that also came with another Michael Keaton. Yeah, this did. one had a purple turtleneck. Yes, a purple turtleneck. So there was the laser blade uh, toy, which was like a little like bicycle that Batman had. Uh, there was the Penguin's umbrella jet, which was just a repaint of his old action figure toy. There was the Robin jet foil, which is really cool. And there was the Batman sky blade, which my friend Matt <clears throat> had. I ask you, the Robin jet foil. I'm looking at it. Hmm. Was is that a repaint or was that repurposed? I I know. I mean, it's a similar look to Eric. It, it for, probably you know. is. And then, I I feel like I had that, but it wasn't the Robin jet foil. And then uh, the last vehicle was the Sky Drop, uh, the Batman Sky Drop. So such cool stuff. Batman Returns action figures that uh, spent my whole summer obsessing over these and uh collecting them and i still obsess and collect they're right behind me hanging on my wall i might buy these if they're not sold should i buy them live on air just because i'm a psychopath yeah it's pull the trigger pull the trigger so let me see here zombie sailor if you zombie sailor if you don't follow him he is a wizard okay so it's got the series two jungle tracker the series two night climber and the series two hydro all right i'm buying him all right so go ahead and your uh credit card information Oh, a lot of people already claimed them. Oh. See what happens? Yeah. Now you know. Uh, someone sold them. All the series two. Sorry, zombie. I know you. He doesn't uh, care. He sold them. Yeah, he sold them. I mean, he likes to, to hook me up, but. Um, oh, I'm sure you'll be buying something else shortly. I'm sure he'll have me something shortly. Uh, but yeah, that's my next pick. Squeezer, are you ready for your next pick? I, I feel like we're all kind of on the same path here. We're like a, a theme. Here we go. Like summer. <laughs> the synchronous firefly ranges throughout the southern Appalachians. It really is a pretty magical thing to see. I think people are just fascinated by fireflies, you know, especially growing up. Um, a lot of people have 
experiences of catching fireflies in jars and looking at how they're doing their flashing, you know, looking at them real close. Maybe it reminds them of their youth and they want to bring their children out to experience the same thing. The synchronous firefly can be distinguished from other species by its pattern of mm -hmm. six flashes about half a second apart. It may look Nothing says rad years like National Geographic. <laughs> yeah, I'm pounding this down now. Um, did you call them fireflies or lightning bugs? We call them lightning bugs. Yeah, so do we. Yeah, I think it's a regional thing. Okay. Uh, it's perfectly acceptable. Um, but they were the I'd synchronous play. fireflies, They're also called right? glowworms in other places. Yeah, but they were the synchronous ones, right? Um, Cause I they did exactly what they just showed. Yeah, I mean, I can it's look hard out to my window it. now. I don't know exactly what they're doing per se. I could look out my window now and see them synchronous lighting because they're out there right now. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome that you can see because you don't see them as much as you used to. Um, not nearly as much. Now I think it's a mixture of things. I say that coming from someone that doesn't spend as much time running around outside as a kid like you used to in the dark. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, as a kid, like I said, you know, I was Boy Scouts, I was out in the woods and stuff, so we were also in places where it was darker. Um, they're, they're actually one of those, uh, fuck, what do they call them? Uh, same thing with, like, bees, where they tell you uh, shit's going to hell. Oh, are they? Uh, yeah. What's that thing called? Some kind of species? Uh, basically, they're the canary in the coal mine. Hmm. Um, and when it comes to light pollution, because they prefer darker uh, mm. areas. So with all the extra light pollution, uh, it's a mix of they don't uh, aren't as active or they seek areas that are darker or you don't even see them because of all that light pollution. So fuck I, you, light pollution. Here's the thing that I, I think was insane. As a kid, like... A bug that looks exactly like a lightning bug, but its ass doesn't light up, crawls on you. You freak out and and like like want nothing more than to get it off you. Yeah. But then it just because its ass lights up, you catch this thing and let it crawl all over your hand <laughs> and anywhere else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, they're because they're beetles. They're la uh, lampreyid. How do you pronounce it? Lamp lampyridae. Lamp. They're beetles. Um. Yeah, if, if you get beetles on shit, when you, you know, you're near in the pool and you get like the Japanese the, beetles, the oh Japanese my God. beetles or, you know, and they're like, they, oh, they're on you. It's like, ah, oh, and you flick them off as fast as you can. Yeah. Oh, this is gross. Yeah. You're, you're catching them with your bare hands or like a net or you're, you know, putting them in your little jar. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're a sick sadistic, you take them and use the bioluminescence in their ass to, you know, try to write your name in the sidewalk. Oh no, really? Yeah, I mean, you're an asshole as a kid, I never right? did that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, don't do that. It's not nice. Um, but, yeah, this this is as innocent and as adorable my as My mom wouldn't even let us keep them in jars. As a, Oh, really? She's like, how would you like if I kept you in a jar? <laughs> well, it's kind of like, think of it as not you being in a jar, but think of it as putting a person, like an old person, in an old folks home. Because at this point in their life cycle, if they're out there, they only got a couple of days or a week to go. Let them live their life. So all you're doing is, I mean, to be fair, for the most part, there there are various reasons why they blink. Some it's just communication, or that. Most of it is mating related. Mm -hmm. So all you're doing is, it, this just goes to show, kids are the ultimate cock blockers. 
Because all these things are trying to do is get laid. Mm -hmm. And all we're doing is catching them and locking them up. Well, well, I mean, there's various reasons why kids are sad sea beers. I can't say it on this show? Cock blockers. No, I was just trying to be nice. Oh, okay. Nah, there's... All right. Uh, That's why when the Firefly Festival came to Delaware, and I I got I went every year, but this year because the lineup fucking sucked. I leave for Warp Tour in Atlantic City tomorrow. It's getting old. Now I'm leave for Warp Tour in Atlantic City tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. all bands from like two. I know I've seen the lineup. I right, really want to go. I that's think you're awesome. Getting old. Blink One Eighty Two playing Enema of the State from Tip to Tail. If that's not Rad Years, I don't know what is. No, yeah, that's. That's I gonna mean, be an awesome Tom show. Tom DeLong should yeah. be there, but Mrs. Squeezer wanted Matt to go Skiba. so bad. Yeah, no, we we kid. really that show would have been awesome. To uh, real big fish. Yeah. Oh no, that's what sold her on it. Yeah. yeah. We leave uh, tomorrow for Atlantic City. We'll be there Saturday and Sunday. If you are going, hit me up. Meet me there. We'll be there for all me? day. No, I just told you we're not going. Oh, listeners. Oh yeah. Yeah, hit me up. So we'll be at at uh, at the. Uh, it's and it's nothing's more rad than a fucking. That show's gonna be amazing. Warp tour with those bands. It's like so retro and so fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fire. I never knew why they called it Firefly because in this area it's been it's lightning bugs. But I guess the lightning bug music festival didn't have the same ring as Firefly. <laughs> Although when you Google Firefly trying to find merch, you just get Josh Whedon shit. I was never a fan of that show. I never watched it, but oh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it it definitely uh, didn't deserve. Uh... Everything was getting canceled so quick back then. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's amazing that someone else hasn't picked it up. You know, Netflix or Amazon, one of the streamings. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. But at the same time, you know, sometimes it's just better to let things go where they are. I mean, they got a movie out of it, and. I mean, look what happened to Arrested Development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes things are better off as a memory uh, than um, a half-ass attempt at recreating something that was special. Yeah, 100%. Um, but, you know, uh, lightning bugs, so their ass, it's actually a bioluminescence. Yes. I read that in science. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I, what's really cool is they are like amongst the most efficient, um, lighting things ever. Yeah. Whereas almost a hundred percent of the energy that goes into creating that glow is discharged as Hmm. light. Uh, whereas like a light bulb is, uh, like 10%, an incandescent light bulb is 10% is light the rest of it is heat mm-hmm. whereas lightning bugs are they're, so they're very efficient little guys um and i had one other thing oh yes tips so lightning bug tips this is so you know it's an adorable childhood uh activity uh it's also genocide if you think about it because uh i can't tell you how many lightning bugs i'm responsible for ending uh, yeah, that's right. My not, mom wouldn't let us do it. In a cruel way, well, yeah. in a cruel way, like directly, but in a, you know, in a, you know, suffocating them or starving them to death or, well, that's the thing. You weren't really starving them because the majority of lightning bugs 
at the time that you're catching them don't eat anymore. Uh, they ate as a larva, and now they are in mating and dying mode, kind of like a salmon. Hmm. Um, so when you would, like, put them in a jar, and you, like, you know, sometimes you'd put, like, grass in a jar. You're told put a, an, a little piece of fruit or something in there, thinking that that's what they're going to eat. Mm-hmm. What that's really doing is is creating um, the grass and the apple, or, the, you know, fruit, apple, pea, apple uh, chunk or, you know, whatever uh it's creating humidity which they need they need a more humid environment and then you as a kid you thought oh great i'm gonna punch holes in it so that they can breathe that's the worst thing you can do because according to an article that i found uh this on uh, from christian science monitor dating back to 1997 um that actually punching holes in it dries out the jar Mm-hmm. It allows the moisture to leave, but it doesn't come back in. So you're basically you know, starving them of their environment. Instead, you're better off that there's enough at that point in their lifespan, there's enough air in that jar to last them well beyond when they're all going to die of like whatever natural age is for a lightning bug. Hmm. So yeah, we were doing it all wrong the entire time. Hmm. Although I did at one point, uh, Mama Squeezer got me one of those. It was like a little wooden box with like a little cork hole on the top and it had mesh like screen door mesh on the sides and oh, you like can like a, build like, like a, a little like like a uh uh terrarium a ter- I was thinking like uh what are those um hermit crab cage oh, yeah 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 kind of like that but this one was and it had like little ladybugs and uh fireflies painted on the side I'm sure, I'm sure we got it like some craft fair or something mm. like that some little lady made um but yeah, that was, I mean, that was shit. You didn't need toys or anything. You just went out there and ran around and captured living creatures and, you know, suffocated them to death. <laughs> and you did it well. Thanks. Uh, all right. Um, on to my next pick from 1992 again. your SummerSlam report brought to you by the SummerSlam program where you can find out everything you ever wanted to know about all the SummerSlams including this year's but we're afraid to ask the SummerSlam program is available now on newsstands all over the world now then we are just two weeks away from the sizzling summer spectacular from sold out Wembley Stadium in London England and the only way you can see SummerSlam is on pay-per-view cable TV. Pay-per-view cable TV. <laughs> so, I write about SummerSlam 92 in that Macho Man Arsenio Hall, but that summer, the end of it, ended with um, my dad taking us to the Allentown Fair mm-hmm. to see the WWF live on the grandstand. Oh, cool. This took place in on Thursday, September 3rd, uh, at seven thirty at the fair. That that is so specific. That, well, I guess you, yeah, that you would be able to look that up. Yeah, I I've, I got all the information. That Tuesday we'd go back to school because we always went the Tuesday after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. The day before was the Beach Boys thirtieth anniversary tour. Eh, anniversary tour. Then the second, the Friday was Randy Travis. Then Saturday was James Taylor. 
Then Sunday was the Elephant Show stars, Sharon, Lois, and Bram. I never knew they came to fucking Allentown Fair. What? I know. I would have been so pissed. My parents didn't take me. Then Doc Severstein. Canadians in our town. I know. Uh, Skittle Morinky Dinky Dink. Skittle Morinky Do. I love you. Figured. I know. Then Doc Severstein Orchestra, whatever the fuck that is. I go, they're from the Johnny Carson show. That's what they're from. Then on <coughs> Labor Day itself, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> MC Hammer with special guest Boys to Men. Whoa. Yeah. So that was a big, 92 is a big year. Um, So we would go see WWF. And here is, I'm trying to like give you like a, an idea of the, the schedule of events uh, for 1992's uh, Friday. Coca-Cola Fun Day. Noon, all gates open. Breeding, sheep, judging continued from morning in judging tent. <laughs> noon to five. I used to love going to those. Noon to five p.m. midday fun special rides for five bucks. Noon to nine, world's largest training exhibit. Noon to eleven, exhibits open in Ag Hall, Agricultural Hall, and Grandstand Building. Uh, exotic petting zoo plus camel and elephant rides. 1 p.m., Sharon Plessel School of Dance with 100 dancers in review at Farmerama Theater. Crisco American Cake Celebration. It's funny, Sharon Plessel, that's like my first girlfriend from high school when can't say it. So she was probably there. I didn't go. Obviously, we went in. My dad tried to keep us away from the junk food. We went in, saw WWF, and left. <laughs> saw nothing else. 2 p.m., the Hollywood Auto Thrill Stunt Show at the Grandstand. 2.30 to 4, International Music Festival, Vintage Variety Band, 4 p.m., Bungie, <laughs> Bungie Mania, Bungie Dive Spectacular. Remember when Bungie, di- uh, Bungie jumping was like a huge thing in the 90s? Mm-hmm. And they would like run stories, the way to die is Bungie jumping. And it was like the hip thing. Yeah, now it's uh, 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 squirrel suits. <laughs> is it? I think so. Yeah, that's the new thing. What's right? a squirrel suit? Is it squirrel suit? What the hell is a flying squirrel suit? Is that oh, that called? you like attach to the, the, the Velcro wall? No, no, no. It's like you oh, face oh, jumping, yeah. but yeah. like it's like a wingsuit. And oh. you just like, uh, 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 who was that? Was it Siren? Yeah. So at 4.30 p.m. was women's wrestling and mystery goo. That's correct. Women's um, wrestling in quote mystery goo. At five thirty, Yinkst Magic Circus. Six p.m. was Bungie Mania again. Seven p.m. was the All Star Lip Sync Contest at the Farmerada Theater. Lando Lakes Light Sour Cream Quick Bread Contest at Contest Corner in Egg Hall, and Women's Wrestling and Mystery Goo. All at seven o'clock. There's a lot going on at seven. Seven to ten thirty, International Music Festival. Happy Australians. They played a lot of polka music back then. Happy Austrians. 8 p.m. Randy Travis at the Grandstand. Bungie Mania. This was the day after wrrestling. 9 p.m. Women's Wrestling Misty Gootube. So here's what the <laughs> article uh, says about um, the wrestling. It says the whole audience, nearly 4,000 professional wrestling fans, exploded into a roar of cheers when Tatanka leaving a faint scent of baby oil in his path, leaped from the stage to confront his archenemy and opponent, Repo Man, last night. Tatanka, writing. <laughs> Tatanka, a bright red mohawk, 
plastered to his head, karate chopped Repo Man, who fell into who fell instantly to the ring. The crowd whooped in a thunderous admiration. The ringside cloud was a virtual sea of people transfixed on their hero, moving their arms in unison as they were swinging a bunch of tomahawks, cheering. When the professional Welcome to professional wrestling at the Allentown Fair. The high volume cheering from the wrestling spectators attracted other fair goers who jumped on walls surrounding the grounds, peering over trailers to see what the excitement was all about. Um, crazy. Uh, half the size of the Beach Boys crowd packed the grandstand for this. This is pretty big for wrestling. Uh, Tatanka, this was leading up to the Wembley Stadium. 4,000 people in 92, that's pretty good. Yeah. Tatanka wowed the audiences, but it was nothing compared to the deafening cheers that greeted the ultimate warrior dressed in neon-colored tights and boots fringed with strands of bright neon pink and green. Laura Gialania of Allentown, the ultimate fan of the ultimate warrior, was sitting ringside, taking it all in. It's fun. It's action-packed, said Galena, a pro-wrestling junkie who watches the spectacle about six times a week. I don't know how back then you could watch six times a week. Yeah, yet. I don't... That sounds like a load of shit, all right, Mr. You got, author. You got Challenge. You got superstars. Mm-hmm. You've got all American wrestling. You've got wrestling prime time. That's four. I can't think of anything else. There's probably shit that I just didn't even know back. Oh, maybe maybe main event was every once in a while back then. Um, you should see her room. Her mom said, "Lace curtains and everything else is wrestling." Professional wrestling, more precisely the World Wrestling Federation, has been dragged through the mud recently amid allegations of drug <laughs> abuse and gay sexual harassment, but none of the bad press appears to have affected its massive teeny bopper following. Jerry Sags, an all talking uh, about you there with teeny boppers, yeah. Jerry Sags, uh, alumnus of your high school, represent. Yeah, he says none of it's true. From the Nasty Boys, uh, said adamantly as he prepared to take on Money Inc. in last night's show. It hasn't hurt at all because it isn't true. It isn't like that at all, Sags said. Sags29, a loyalist. WWF is an awesome company to work for. Two years later, it'd be with WCW, FYI. The Nasty (laughs) Boys will mark their third year with WWF in December. It's not only good entertainment, Sags said. It's good athletics. It's the only thing that sports entertainment. Its entertainment factor was evident last night. The crowd chose their heroes in the ring. They chose... The ones they would heckle, the wimps, the spectators called them. So yeah, I, I was we went every like a, a bunch of years to this, and it was like a grandstand. So there was, mm-hmm. and the, and there was like the ring was up on the stage. It was really crazy, and there was one where the ring the ropes. Oh, the broke. ring was on the stage, and the, you were back in the grandstand. No, no, we were on the floor. Okay, uh, really, how's that work? I don't. I remember it was good. Really? Because you're looking up. I think they had they had a platform down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Might I... just been easier to put the ring down on the floor and just put you in the grandstands. I don't know. I'm not gonna question them. No, nah, they put the they put the ring on the stage. Um. I can't. Re- I can't remember that. I just remember I, I remember the one time Yokozuna was in the ring and the the turnbuckle broke and the ropes broke, but they still did their moves and pretended like they were bouncing off the ropes. It was so oh, obvious. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah, wrestling at the Allentown Fair was a staple for many years. It was kind of the mark the end of the summer, but it was still a very important part mm-hmm. of the summer. Squeezer, your next pick. You ready? Oh yeah. Here it is. 
Power Wheels Raider, Power Wheels High Rider, Power Wheels Classic Convertible, each sold separately, all battery powered with real motors. And it's own power motor makes me go, go, go. Assemble them easily, then off you go over the hills, around the trees. Power Wheels, classic convertible Raider and High Rider all run on rechargeable batteries, each sold separately. I mean, nothing screams. Oh shit! Childhood memories like Power Wheels. And know? that song, Power 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 Wheels. Power 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 Wheels. I mean, whoever came up with that. I mean, it's not. Uh, I don't want to insult them. It's not the most original jingle, but damn, does it work. Um, by, or Costanza. It doesn't have to be original. Huh. It doesn't be simple. Um, I loved my Power Wheels. Uh, I mean, did you have one? Kind of. Not an actual Power Wheel? I don't, or, I, we uh, had a Chips Patrol bike. Okay. It was like a police bike, and the battery was like crap on it, so. It might not have been made by, uh... No, I don't think it was official Power Wheels. official one? No. Yeah, I had the, uh... That was... Which one was it? Oh, I had the Raider, which, uh... If you check out that commercial spot, that was the first uh, Power Wheels commercial that ran, and uh, they were pushing three models. So they had the classic convertible... Which looked like an old timey, uh, like a Rolls Royce, um, and then they had the Raider, which is like a red trike, uh, and then uh, they had the High Rider, which is a pickup truck, and the the Raider was cool because it didn't, it kind of just felt like a motorized vehicle, or it wasn't, it didn't feel like you were pretending to be in a car, and like I ended up, I think I ended up breaking it anyway, like the front scoop of it, and like the headlight, so it was kind of like a chopper at that point. Uh, but man, and then of course, as a kid, you know, me, I had to pop it open and tinker with the wiring and the battery and stuff and pretend I was working on it. You know, you, that point it was probably deadly to me to be touching that thing. For, right. They had recalls, uh, back in the late nineties and like early two thousands, like recalling every power wheels ever made Acid and burns. reconfiguring the batteries and the wiring and stuff on them. Uh, I mean, these things were monsters. They and they were the um, like that, like they were the Kleenex of motorized kids' vehicles. Um, they originally uh, were produced by Cransco, which is funny. Like you say, Cransco, no one knows. Like, I, you know, all of us listening, do you know Cransco? Are you aware of them? Nope. Um, hula hoops, mm -hmm. frisbees. Uh, boogie boards. I sent you. Much... I sent you a picture of what we had. It's by some company, that looks like Pines. Oh, Pines of America. Yeah. Okay, so huh, perfect. So Pines of America, uh, created battery-powered cars. Yeah, that's and what we like had. kids' toys. And then in 1984, they got purchased by Cransco. Oh, oh. this is going well. And then Cransco took what Pines of America did and uh, rebranded it as Power Wheels, and that's when they really started to take off. So yours is actually pre-1984. Uh, yeah, I think um, they bought it. It's basically a Power Wheels. 
they bought it from my brother. So yeah, it was definitely 84 because by 84, my brother, <clears throat> they bought it from my brother and then I, I was inherited. He was probably, they said they probably bought it in like 82. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. So uh, Pines of America was the leader. They were the best in uh, the battery-powered toy vehicle uh, business. Do you and see? Transco, I sent you the picture. Do you see it? Yes, it was, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and Kransko, like, they, it was started by two guys, and they had a business in. They would start buying up other toy manufacturers, and their big one was Whammo. Oh. Um, and that's how they took on the whole frisbee and hula hoop thing. Uh, they used to deal in like foam insulation stuff for uh, I think Dow. And that's how they got into like doing boogie boards and stuff. And then they, you know, bought up the biggest boogie board manufacturer. So basically, and they would only like purchase companies if they could maintain like sixty to eighty percent of market share. Oh wow! In in that like field, so that's why like they bought up the biggest boogie board company and you know Whammo, who I mean, if you have a frisbee or a hula hoop, it's a Whammo, you know, for the most mm-hmm. part. Uh, and then. Uh, Kransko, uh, you know, they end up buying uh, Pines of America, rebranding it as Power Wheels. Power Wheels became a monster, and Power Wheels was like 80% of their revenue. Wow. Um, and then guess who comes along in uh, good old 1994? Uh, Hasbro. Mattel. Mattel. I knew one of the two. Yeah, Mattel. Um, Mattel comes in. Uh, buys up Kransko, which ipso facto that means now hula hoops and boogie boards and uh, frisbees are all you know Mattel now, and then they put it under the uh, Fisher Price uh, banner, and now that allowed them to branch out even more with all their partnerships with other toy lines. Uh, for a while, they'd already been dealing with them with uh, the Barbie car. Mm-hmm. Um, but now everything could be done in-house, so pretty much every Mattel brand, you could sl- make it a Power Wheels as well. Uh, and then the big uh, big one came in 99 uh, when they got the Harley-Davidson thing, and uh, their sales again just skyrocketed. Uh, but for, like, the longest time, you had, you know, you had the pickup truck, you had your little, uh, you had the three-wheeler like I had and the classic car. But then, like, throughout the 90s, they started adding more real looking cars uh the jeep was a big one i think the jeep one came out in like the late 80s um and that one was pretty cool but uh i there there's that there's a certain sound that you, when you hear it you know exactly what it is you know that electric motor struggling mm-hmm. you know to put to pull a a, a 5 year old through the grass uh like you, you hear that sound and you immediately know, oh, that is a Power Wheels, right? Uh, and and I I loved mine. It, it got it got used to. You were so proud. You were you were you, going back to the vices. You know, we wanted to we wanted to drink, we wanted to smoke, we wanted to drive. Mm-hmm. We wanted to do what our parents did, right? Um, and yeah, Power Wheels was like that first. It, it was. It was better than a bike in some sense, you know, because you felt like it was a real car because it looked like real cars. Uh, and then, you know, as you got older, um, 
the motor couldn't handle, um, you know, your childish fat ass. And you just wanted to go faster and be more maneuverable. And, you you know, you'd switch over to a bike. But, you you know, when you were – you definitely – everyone here listening listen to this that got in the power wheels at some point, you got on it older than you were supposed to, too, and pushed the pedal down and went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's happened to me. I was saying they should still make them for adults now. Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, they do. I think it's kind Polaris of like, does. But. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I uh, looked. I was trying to look up the fairgrounds results and see what the card was. Oh yeah. And the I couldn't the ninety two one. There was only three matches on it, and I I don't know the ninety three one is the one I remember where the the um, the the ropes broke. I think it was Bob Backlund pinned Damian Demento. Razor Ramon fought IRS to a time limit draw. The Undertaker defeated Adam Bomb with Johnny Polo, uh, who was Raven, uh, via disqualification. Mm-hmm. WWF Tag Team Champions Rick and Scott Steiner defeated the Head Shrinkers. Uh, Doink the Clown, Head Shrinkers from Allentown, at Allentown's own mm-hmm. Cousins of the Rock. Doink the Clown pinned 123 Kid, hooking the tights for leverage. Prior to the bout, Doink gave Kid some kids. Cherry chewing gum, which he took and began to chew and spat in Doink's face. Uh, Doink's face. Uh, Razor Ramon, uh, I guess he was a substitute for Mr. Perfect. And Tatanka defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels and Diesel when, Tata- Diesel when Tatanka pinned Michaels. And WWF World Champion Yokozuna defeated Bret Hart in a steel cage match. Damn. That's a hell of a card. Yeah, it was. It was. And I mean, technically, it's a house show, right? Yes, it, it was 100% a house show. So that was like right off of um, SummerSlam that year in Auburn Hills, Michigan. That was when um, they decided not to give Luger the, the title belt. Oh, no way. What's that? Yep. Power Wheels Jurassic Park Jeep Wrangler. Doesn't that thing look badass? Is that real? That is. I'm on the website. You need to get that for Squeeze At. I think I just might. Da na 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 na. Dress oh, her up be, like a you little Ellie Sadler. You know how exhausted I would be. I'd get one of those. Uh, I'd have to get one of those T-Rex costumes. Get off. I'm the... sure that's on YouTube now. That yeah. exact same thing. Yeah, I know. So cool. Um, cool. What's, uh, oh, my next one, Church Fair. All right, here it is. <laughs> I gave it away, but. This 4th of July, celebrate the spirit of Hawkins and the birth of this beautiful nation. Come on down to Mayor Klein's 4th of July Spectacular. Go round and round and all the way upside down. <laughs> on the Gravitron. Get a bird's eye view of the new Starcourt Mall from the top of the Ferris wheel with snacks and delights for every member of the family. Celebrating the 4th of July in Hawkins has never been sweeter. So don't be a stranger. Things get started at 11 a.m. at Mayor Klein's 4th of July Spectacular. Do you know what that was? Uh, gee, was it a promo for Stranger Things? Yeah, and it kind of gives it away. I think Stranger Things comes out 11 a.m. on the 4th of July. <laughs> and I don't know if... We could watch a few episodes before we have to work. I have to work, but I am so fucking excited for Stranger Things. But I, <laughs> I played this as like a way because to talk about my church. It was also it was my school and church fair. So this happened like 
mid-August, kind of like near the end of summer. And as you got older, you it's a, you get older, you had like, it wasn't just like your church fair. You had to like kind of like dress what you thought was cool to show off for the kids in your class. It, it didn't really matter. I didn't really try that. <laughs> I was more interested in getting into the, the cafeteria where they had attic treasure set up, basically a flea market. Where, oh, where, where people just donated stuff and the, the school set the price. So everything was so fucking cheap. You go in there with like three bucks and come out with a pallet of stuff. <laughs> like you just donate the stuff, you know, to the, and they keep all the profits. Mm-hmm. There was gambling there, uh, which we did with my dad after he had a few beers. There was obviously beer there. It was Catholics here. There was mm-hmm. the Coke wagon that sold the hot dogs, the Coke. There was pierogies because we're in Pennsylvania, and that was mm-hmm. like the best part. Pierogies and hot, a hot dog was the best part. There was uh, bingo in the church hall. So bingo, there was a polka band on the stage in the church hall. Uh, there was the full bar if you wanted a liquor drink. Uh, there was basket, uh, tr- a tricky table. It's a basket where you like put in tickets to win baskets. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a, a waffle bar down there. This was like the most ultimate gluttony. And there was a, like certain carnival games, which later I'd have to work the booths. Like a waffle and ice cream kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my family always ran that. They'd make the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, and they, they'd like homemade waffles. So they'd make the waffle mm-hmm. and ice cream sandwiches. So And, the, and the, the waffle was homemade, but then they'd just take a Neapolitan like ice cream brick, unwrap it, and put it in between it. Yep. Um, and then, you know, that it was always like the highlight of our summer though. For me, there was nothing more fun than this church festival. I don't know for Catholics, as weird as they are, they, they could really get down with party. It was all gambling, drinking and junk food. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Some of the best, uh, picnics I've been at were, um, yeah, they were Catholic church ones. Like ours were kind of. Uh, we went to a Lutheran church, and ours was a good time. Like, we had the whole pavilion, uh, you know, the pavilion in Copley by the uh, cement stacks? Yes. Yeah, that's where we'd have ours. Um, and it was a good time. And, yeah, it was there was music. There was a ton of food. There was drinking. Um, there was always, like, a beanbag tournament that would get heated. Um, I just always remember... That that keg of root beer that sat in the barrel of ice that you would uh yeah they they always had a keg of root beer oh I was like that I feel like keg I of know birch I made beer. it when I'm gonna have that I, I, I can I, I would love to have a full tap bar eventually one day yeah, I yeah. feel it's gonna be a problem because I can at least limit myself to you know a couple cans you know in an evening but when it's just gonna be on tap that's gonna be a little hard to pass you know. so. But to have a keg of root beer on your back well, porch. It was birch beer at our church. Cause well, birch beer. Birch. Sorry, yes. No, absolutely. So there was that. And it was all on, on the church grounds. It wasn't anywhere special. It was right on. It was in the parking lot. And it was it was in the school and the church. No, we didn't have much room. So. so at the top, there was like a tented area. My dad always set up the PA. So they did bingo. They did bingo. Oh, in there. I forget what they was... did down in the fucking. Maybe it was a craft and bake sale down there in the church. And Jeffrey set up the. The PA for the bingo in the tent. There's bingo. Then there was like a beta wheel. So you'd place your bets on like a number. It was like, what's that, mm-hmm. Baccarat? Yeah. Oh, ours, or it wasn't ours, but, uh, you know, St. E's, um, by where I grew up, they had a, it was more of a carnival for them. 
uh, like a mix. It wasn't just a straight up picnic. But no, this wasn't a picnic. Like... This was a carnival. It was a church festival. Okay. See, yeah. I from the other one that I would go to, there were no rides. It was just straight oh, up. Oh, there were no rides. Eating <laughs> and drinking. Yeah. Oh no no. Sainis had a, they had a legit carnival come in when they did theirs. Oh uh, no 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 no. There was no rides. It was carnival games. Um, it was the best part of it was uh the attic treasures, what they called attic treasures. Just like a flea market that everything was super cheap. There's no one like up pricing stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people with the line to get an attic treasures, like on the first day before it opened, was like wrapped around the school. Which was great. Um and then at the end they'd have like a dollar bag all you can fill. So they'd give uh-huh. you like a paper, a big paper like grocery bag. And all you could fill was a dollar. You you bought the bag and then you take whatever you want. On like Sunday. It was it was like the highlight of our summer when we were kids. It was seriously the best thing. We would go every day, every mm-hmm. because both my parents worked. My dad would like work the ticket booth. My mom would work. She worked at the school in the church, so she would like do various things, and we'd be on our own we'd be given tickets and we were basically and we had our money if we wanted to go and we were on our own it was just it was like it was it was insanity it was crazy great time yeah, because you know you're around a bunch of adults at a church function so you're safe yeah you're drinking and gambling safe. and drinking him yeah it, it's if if the mob was running it there'd be you know a rico case against it uh, the mob was running it. It was called the Catholic Church. Oh, uh, good point. Fair enough. All right. Um, um, yeah, but the but all in all the stands, all the stands, no matter where you are in the country, were the exact same. And it was like that wooden uh, sawhorse style. Yes, with like a small um, tent over it. Yeah, like it with a tent over it. So yeah. just two by fours, and then a plank of wood across the front. Yep. Um, where you could keep your salt and vinegar if they had French fries mm-hmm. or powder. If you had funnel cake. Uh, funnel cake, funnel cake, snow cones, pierogies, hot dogs, Coca-Cola, birch beer off the tap. That's what fucking church festival was all about. Uh, I got to go find one right now. God, I can go for a funnel cake right now. Uh, let's see if it still exists. Let's see. Allentown. Funnel cake? Yeah. No, St. Francis. St. Allentown. St. Francis. Allentown. St. Francis Parish Festival. Did you mic your keyboard? I do. A, a Parish Festival. Oh, they have a holy shit. They have a website. Saint Francis of Assisi. Um, it is Friday, June twenty third through Sunday, June twenty fifth, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, that's this week. Oh no, no. Uh, yeah, thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. 5.30 to 10 p.m. each night. Yeah, it went to 10, 10 o'clock. Um, so it says, For 30 years, our parishioners have come together to make the parish festival great, with the true testament to dedication to service to God and his church. This year's St. Francis of Assisi Parish Festival will be held Friday, June 23rd. Blah, blah, blah. There's live entertainment, delicious food, air-conditioned bingo. Oh, they have air-conditioned bingo. Mm. And much more. Live entertainment includes Dutch Basements, Blues Band, Downtown Municipal Band, the Royal Airs Dance Band. Plus, don't forget to join our annual Polka Mass with Emil Shanta Band on Saturday, 624 at 4.30. Polka Masses are huge in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, that's the funny thing, though. Like, uh... I never associated it with religion at any point ever. No. 
Like it was an event at a church. Oh, now they see now it's in June. It used to be in August. I feel like now they have St. Francis of Assisi Parish International Food Festival. So it's five thirty to ten. It's this weekend. If anyone's in Allentown and wants to go, it's this weekend. Twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth. Oh, they still have attic treasures. But they call oh, it the boy, International no, Food man. Festival. I can't go. I'll be at work. Oh, you're going down the yeah. AC. So there's a bake sale. There is uh, raffle tickets. There is a basket <laughs> raffle, just like always. It doesn't look like there's gambling. Fun and games for everyone. Attic treasures. We have an overabundance of treasures to choose from. Well, they can't advertise the gambling, but it's that wheel is there. I'm sure it is, yeah. It's like going to the fire hall. They can't tell you that they have those poker machines. Right. So, it yeah. can't pay out, but you know when you just tell the bartender, "Hey, look at my score," and he takes you in the back room. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's now called the International Food Festival. It's no longer the Parish Festival. So by International Food Festival, you mean German food? No, it's USA. Well, uh, that part of town has become a mix. So it's USA hot dogs and hamburgers. Italy, sausage and peppers. Germany, potato pancakes. <laughs> Poland, haluski and pierogies. Vietnam, Those egg famous rolls. Italian sausage and peppers. Right. Puerto Rico, empanadas. Mexico, tacos. Greece, gyro. Netherlands, funnel cake. England, fish and chips. France, scripts. Yes. International. Attic treasure. So if anyone wants to travel to Allentown, Pennsylvania, it's at 11th and Washington Street. It's at June 28th, 29th, and 30th from 5.30 to 10 p.m. I swear this used to be late in... I'll look it up to confirm next week, but I swear it used to be, like, late summer. Not this close to the school year being over. Um, Maybe they want it all nice and clean because those kids just cleaned everything. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's just the slave labor. They don't have... The school doesn't operate anymore. It's just a church. Oh. Yeah. All right. What did you do? Yeah, I know. I shut that shit down. Here is your next pick, handsome. Can you help me get my ball down from the roof, Dad? Sure thing, honey. You want me to get the cat down? No, thanks. Pooh! Miss one, Dad. See you in hell, dinner plate. Does anyone know where all my dinner plates went? Um... You probably left them at work. <laughs> I, uh, I guess I, I could have used some other clip or even trimmed it down. I trimmed it down even more. The clip goes even longer, too, as Homer is trying to put the safety on and shooting the picture of Marge. For some reason, there's just a picture of Marge on the fridge. Yeah. Um... But I recall, as a kid, I don't know if it's the same anymore, because, look, I don't want to start, we're, we're not going to start the whole gun debate on the show. No, we're starting the cap gun debate, though. We're going to start the cap gun debate on the show. And I, I feel like it is less played with now. You don't see kids running around with toy gun. Well, you don't see kids running around, period, anymore. Um, but in my neighborhood growing up, it was a war zone. Everyone had a gun. Everyone had multiple guns. 
Yep, that all looked real. They all looked real. And post-1988, they had a tiny little orange cap on the front. Because that was in 1988 when they finally passed that uh, law. So, I, I mean, I had some growing up, uh, especially that uh, we talked about in the previous show where I talked squirt guns, um, that Uzi, that 9-volt powered Uzi that goes, eh, 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 that would shoot. That thing looked real as shit. Yep. Um, and yeah, so the they, movie Airheads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they eventually passed a law that said all all toy guns, uh, regardless of their realism, uh, they have to have uh, an orange cap on it, which uh, how many kids would go in and either break them off or paint, paint them. It. Yep. Uh, I know I was uh, you know, yep. guilty as I feel like there. Kids not playing with cap guns has nothing to do with the fact that cap guns are hard to get and everything to do with that kids don't play with anything but their phones anymore. Yeah, I, I think that has. I, yeah, I don't I don't see occasionally I hear I hear laughter from a distance and I like get like I get like this warm feeling in, in my chest. Now, it could be indigestion or, or heart failure, but <laughs> I like to think like I hear kids playing outside and like awesome i get my kid outside as much as i can i look around and i know there's kids in my neighborhood and we're the only ones outside um yeah i I mean i don't want to go full soapbox but fuck get outside do something go to the saint francis of assisi parish (laughs) international food festival (laughs) go buy a cap gun and go terrorize the neighbor i guarantee you Get some Italian sausage and pepper sandwiches. If there is a kid running around the cap gun right now, the the cops would be showing up. Oh, yeah. Whereas for us, shit, with us, you see a cop car coming down the street, you start shooting at them. Yeah. Not the smartest thing to do. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. That's what I used to. Also, it was a lot easier as, and I, you know, know, not to start that, but a white kid in the suburbs... To shoot it's a lot a easier car. to shoot a toy gun at a cop car yeah. than you know other people. Yeah. Um, other which people. Which is a reason why you know they start putting the orange caps on them. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It came in. There's two It was uh, let's stop killing kids for sh- pointing cop guns at us. Law. Yes. I think. Um, there were there were two uh, main styles. There were technically three, but you had your paper caps and your plastic caps. Mm-hmm. Now your paper caps came on a roll. And they usually came on, like, a tube on a roll. Kind of like how you buy, like, a roll of, like, painter's tape now or masking tape. Uh, and But they would kind of be stuck together and you'd have to carefully tear them off. Yeah. To get the single rolls. Yeah, it would be like a box with the tube and then you break it off in the single roll. Yeah. Uh, Same and those, with the cops uh, action figures. Those are little red strips of paper and uh, they had uh, little dark dots and that's that was your, you know... And then you realize that, like, you can set up, like, your own pyrotechnics with them. Like, did you used to set up elaborate, like, like tricks with them? Oh, yeah. Or you could just lay them out in a row and take, like, a, a quarter and just run it down and go yep. like that. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, put it on your friend's back and run the quarter on his back. Ah! Oh, no. I never even thought of that. Oh, yeah. I gotta used, go try that. I used to do that all the time. Next time I see a friend... uh and then there was the six-shooter caps or eight-shooter caps and then the, yeah. the strip caps, right? Yeah, so the strip ones were for, like, they had, like, little mini rifles and stuff like that. Uh, those were less common. 
Um, but the plastic ring ones were pretty common, and a lot of them were revolvers, um, where you had a, a like a real revolver, and some of them were pretty solid built. They a lot of them were made out of metal, like back when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Now most of them are plastic and, and pretty cheap. But and mine most had revolvers a, for actual bullets are made of plastic, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah, so you, you, they had a couple, like there's like some snub-nosed ones and some cowboy ones, and some of them reloaded very realistically um, compared to their real-life counterparts mm. as far as like opening the breech, flipping it down, flipping it out. Um, would you believe I was one of those kids that I would take my rings and I would cut the individual charges out so I would have to load them one by one like a real bullet? <laughs> Of course you did. Um, and not that you should also do this, but we did play Russian roulette with him as well. Um, which is, of which course you did. Pretty fucked up when you think about it in hindsight. Like yes. that, it, it it all goes back to uh, you. I'm hey, I don't want to blame TV and movies for everything, but look, I learned it from movies and TV. Yeah, now we're, we're pretty well adjusted. I should have been now. watching the Deer Hunter. Okay, <laughs> but I did. I'd say we're still pretty well adjusted, regardless. We Yeah, we made it through. If you make it through, then you're good to go. You know, now it's like everyone makes it through and no one's good to go. No one's good to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, you'd play, you know, shit. I mean, you'd still... Do kids even know what cowboys and Indian Or, I'm sorry. Um, cowboys and casino owners? <laughs> is that insensitive? Yeah, uh, no. No, they got... Hillbilly, they... I, I guess you call it hillbillies in casino orders? Not meth makers and casino owners? I mean, to be fair, all cowboys really were... really pissing off all know, of our audience right now. Yeah. Okay. Cowboys were organized crime before there was organized crime. All right. They were, they uh, started they were with Mexico, so fuck Contraband them. runners, right? Contraband runners? Yeah, they would... Like, they'd work for cattle ranchers, and they would go and steal cattle from other people and bring them back to that ranch, rebrand them, and try to sell them as their own. Well, and, and, and other contraband they'd try to run, because back then, like, Wild West. Oh, sure. It's whatever uh, you so could do to make a buck. I read uh, the book Dragon Teeth, a posthumous post, post book from Michael Crichton. And oh, it, you read a Michael Crichton book. Here at Big Surprise, I just finished Airframe Squeezer. Fuck, it's good. It's one of the ones I've never finished. Like I've tried, I'm trying. I'm a completionist with Michael Crichton, and there's like mm-hmm. four or five books I've never read, and Airframe was one of them. I finally finished it. It was so good. I... So that I... work of high fiction, high fantasy. Yeah, that, that kept sending, sending you clips. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dragon Teeth was essentially set in the same time period as Deadwood. Okay. Calamity Jane and everything. Uh, Wild Bill and. So, like, 1870s? Yeah. 1880s? And, uh, the way our country treated the American Indian, um, the Native American, fuck, man. <laughs> wow. But, hey, to, in our defense, they treated each other the same way. Yeah, right. It, was, there was, it, it wasn't like it was like this. But to call them like, savages, uh, we were, everyone was savage. Oh, yeah. It was back and forth. And, and Congress, and, but, like, you know. America has a shady past, just like every other country. But the Congress passed a law saying that, or passed something saying that the, that there there's no bargaining with them. The only way to get through to them is to kill them all. Mm-hmm. 
But um, yeah, that that book's great. If you want a want a good cowboy read, a good Wild West read, Dragon. It's really quick too. It's a small read. It's a small Who book. Who does the audiobook? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, the voice is Richard Kiley. Spare no expense. <laughs> <laughs> the voice you're hearing is Richard Kiley. Um, but yeah, every everyone loved. Uh, you know, everyone had a cap gun as a kid, and everyone's summer. If, if there if there is a smell of summer, for me it's sulfur. That's uh, just sulfur and 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 citronella. Uh, all right, yeah. Because did you used to play with citronella? Ugh, I can't speak. Did you used to play with citronella wax? Oh, citronella wax and citronella fluid. We realized citronella fluid was great for fire dancing because it burned low and it didn't necessarily in your skin so if you pour a pool of citronella fuel on the ground like on dirt on loose dirt and then light on fire you can jump in it and stomp and get the flames like up to your head but it was a real low burn so it actually didn't burn you hmm. disclaimer don't do that disclaimer don't do that um all right are uh, you ready for my last pick really we're there already yeah but you still have one after me yeah, but my my I, my last one is all about. I've been waiting to do my last pick since the show started, but uh, it's gonna be quick. But yeah, it's your turn. We we're almost two hours in, so. Oh, then we don't need to fill. Yeah. Who's Phil? All right. When you get thirsty. There's one thing everybody's got to have. Because deep down, we all want the same thing. The cool, crisp taste, the fluid minerals and energy of Gatorade. When we were kids, Squeezer, mm. in the summer, there was no drink that we would try to, like, guzzle more because we felt like it made us invincibly like unthirsty than Gatorade. No, and it was good for you. Yeah, so we thought. <laughs> so this was a time when uh, there was before Powerade and there was like another like all sport drink that came up from Pepsi that was slightly carbonated. It was basically soda. Um, but we also drank that like crazy. So Gatorade has been around pretty much our entire lives and now it's trying to find itself in an era where we realize sugar is killing us. Uh, so, mm -hmm. and I, and I am a fan of Gatorade zero. I bought the lemon lime one when I was mowing the lawn, I was feeling shit. And I chugged that thing. <laughs> That's delicious. Hmm. I, I like, so there's something I used to, I like the G two. Yeah. Now there's a Gatorade zero. Okay. Cause me personally, I would actually get Gatorade and water it down just cause it was initially even like too sweet for me yeah, and but thick. You know, when ki your kids, like there's nothing too sweet for you. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, when you were kids, like, you'd drink Gatorade and you'd immediately, like, do fake. You'd think you could do, you were capable of feats of strength and athleticism that you were never truly capable of. Just It's like of, there's marketing people behind it telling right. you you could do that. And Michael Jordan. Um, so I'm talking about some Gatorade flavors that I love that don't exist anymore. Uh, the first huh. one was what they called Michael Jordan's favorite flavor, Mike's number one flavor, which was Citrus Cooler. Um, 
the, the, every bottle had Michael Jordan on it. Every bottle said it was Michael's favorite flavor. And in the 1990s, Michael Jordan was not just the king of basketball. He was the king of all sports. He was the king of everything. There was a cartoon made by Deke called Pro Stars. And it had um, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo Jackson. And Michael was the leader. Michael was the king. We still to this day refer to people as, oh, you're the Michael Jordan of this. The broski, um, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, and WWF on uh, the major mm -hmm. WWF podcast calls himself the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collecting. Every McDonald's ad had Michael Jordan in it. Space Jam. His sneakers were must-haves. For me, the Jordan 11s I had in junior high were the, my favorite sneakers I ever had. Uh, and he, of course, had his number one favorite Gatorade flavor, which was citrus cooler, and it was delicious. Then there was Lemon Ice, came out in 95. Do you remember this one? Uh, it was a clear, like, lemon-flavored drink. It was clear. It's called Lemon Ice. See, I, I, oh God, I stuck to my orange so hard uh, that make, I, I didn't stray. I had no sense of adventure as a kid. They, they make the orange in the zero. So, this, Ooh, I might give it a try. This came out in 95, and I remember drinking a lot of it when I worked at um, Subway. Is those zeros any better than putting that Mio shit in my water? Uh, it's probably the same thing, and but there's electrolytes right, in it, so you get that like extra potassium and salt if you're. Oh, sugar. No, there's no sugar. Yeah, it's sugar. Potassium and salt are not sugar. Oh, well, you said electrolytes. Yeah, electrolytes, potassium and salt. No sugar. I get myself from sunflower seeds. <laughs> to the do. point of of the sloughing of my mouth. Uh, it tastes like like a watered down lemonade. It's lemonized. See, I like that. I water down everything. So, like I said, this comes back to that. That goes back to like a Boy Scout thing, because like we would, when you're backpacking and shit, like you would carry those. Like when they'd have the packs of Gatorade flavoring, mm -hmm. like you would like you know Kool Aid, mm -hmm. and you're supposed to mix it with the jug and then add sugar, mm -hmm. but you can't just carry sugar with you. So you just carry those packs and it was to help cover up the, like the iodine taste in the water mm -hmm. if you purify it. Mm -hmm. And so I would just drink Gatorade powder mix without any of the added sugar. Mm -hmm. It was very bitter. Yeah. Uh, but it, Sour, that's kind of yeah. like the flavor that I got used to. Yeah. Um, we talked about this before, but in 1994, Gatorade released an energy drink that was ahead of its time. It was called Sunbolt. Um, it was citrus. Do I have a kitty in anything? It's been a while. Yeah, it was all of Like two hours and it was showing. Poking around. Um, there, it was a, there was a version with caffeine and one without. And uh, I was 12 and the summer it came out. And my friend down the street and I would make these morning trips to Texaco because they had a uh, a Dunkin' Donuts display case where they'd put like donuts. Dunkin', you could actually buy Dunkin' Donuts in this little tiny case that was the size of like a mini fridge. But it was still you're buying Dunkin' Donuts. So huh. we're going to this Texaco. We're buying our Dunkin' Donuts. Like we'd wake up at the crack of dawn just to do this and get this Sunbolt. It's kind of like how Krispy Kreme does it around here. Mm, I'd never seen one of these, but they did have a good variety. It's where I learned what a French cooler was because I started buying them. Um, oh, those are so good. You know, those are lower in calorie than their other donuts. Oh, because they're they're more air filled. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
I, I just like it. I like the crispiness of them. Like yeah. A little crunch to it. So then my number one favorite Gatorade flavor of all time that I miss and I wish they'd bring back was iced tea cooler. I love this. It was like a lemon tea flavored. In 1993, mm. Gatorade released it, and it was so delicious. It was it was very like watered down. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you're just like chugging an iced tea, and it's delicious, and it's like, it's like the perfect thirst quencher on a hot day. And there's only one thing that ever came close. Vitamin water released like a, their version of like a, a tea for mm-hmm. like when one of the Sex and the City movies came out. And that was like the closest thing I ever had to this Gatorade iced tea cooler. But Gatorade. Okay. What? I'm sorry. Because I was going to ask, have you tried a mass variety a wide variety of other iced teas out there because could could they be using that exact same recipe but just branding it as something else right now rather than gatorade no i have i try like at the time now i, I still love like tea without like iced tea without sweetening unsweetened iced tea i guess it's the way they call i prefer it. that yeah yeah that's like one of my favorite drinks so whenever i go to panera i drink like five cups yeah. of it but and if you just ask me for a lemon, I might as well just chop your head off. I'm like, yes, bring me multiple lemons. No, I don't want a lemon. I don't want any lemon. Oh, no, no, you gotta have some because you, you gotta you gotta get to that point where you're sucking and like the the pit gets stuck in the straw and your eyes go crossed. I see. I don't use a straw. I never use straws. Uh, oh, look at no, me! I'm no, saving I, the I, earth. I am has nothing to do with saving the earth. I never liked using straws. Have you ever before that thing became you too much of school? What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Too much. Oh, Catholic school joke. But think about like when you, we'd go out to eat before the straw thing became a thing. Did I ever use straw? I always drink right out of the cup. Uh, I don't want to break it to you. I really didn't like. Yes, you did. I wasn't going full sixteen candles, like staring you down while you. I always thought it was weird that sip. When, even though we were like eating at Dickies. We're eating there. You'd still get the top and the straw for the cup. Well, it's because I because when I'm eating, I never, I rarely actually even take a sip from time to time. Well, you so it's rarely buy right a right drink there. because you can get water free from a stream. Well, also there's always the chance that one day the ice cream machine is going to work and I'm going to fill that cup. That's true. But you have said in the past when I was like, "Why don't you buy a drink? Why would I pay for a drink when water is free in a stream?" Yeah. I can mix it with unsweetened Gatorade mix and to hide the iodine, I'm fine. Because I, re- I really don't actually drink that much uh, when I'm eating. So I do. I to me, know. it's like, like by the time we get done, I'm like, I'm walking out with a full drink and I go back and there's like, oh, my drink is there. So yeah, I'm pretty cheap. All right, we're two hours plus into this. Let's let's put a let's put a. How the hell did we get two hours out of this? We did, we did. Let's put a bow on it, and we didn't really ramble either. No, well, I mean, I kind of feel like the whole show was designed to be one big ramble. Yeah, this is what you used to call a high concept. Well, these high concept episodes are the ones (laughs) we usually go longer on. Yeah, well, now now we kind of just ramble on about everything on anything. That's true. Here's your last pick. Rainforest cookies. They are made with sustainably harvested Brazil nuts. All profits go to save the rainforest. Mm. Uh, are those paper plates? Yes. 
<laughs> Paul Giamatti, he's <laughs> the king of the hill clip. I love that episode. Uh, I was, I, uh, how do I remember like the pull, like weird little things when I need a line? I, uh, like my go-to is Simpsons, Futurama, and and King of the Hill. Yeah, well, my go-to is always, you know, me. I love King of the Hill. Yeah, although I I try, I gotta get more Futurama into the show. Um, I was watching. It was there was like a marathon on the other day. I was watching. Like, God damn, this show was good. So good. Um, it's not easy being green. Uh, when uh, when uh, Hank pushed the Boomhauer's car into the lake. Yes. Yeah, and they don't want Boomhauer to know about it. So they try and get it out, and they join the cause. And Bobby thinks it's mm-hmm. because he's into the cause, but it's really because he hates the cause. But he wants to make sure that Boomhauer never finds out their dirty secret. Yep. Yeah. And, and and Bobby's that kid like, handing out the the, the tickets. Oh, you, so you, you just want to throw him under a bus, right? Like, and you know, but at the same time, as you're watching it, like you know that was you. Yeah, yeah. If I would have got a ticket uh. book, I would have given everyone a ticket. Yeah, and com- uh, you don't compost your feces. That's one of the best lines from yeah <laughs> from uh from Paul Giamatti. You don't um, compost your feces. Oh, when when Dale complains that uh, he got a ticket because he was dumping motor oil down the yeah, right. down the sink. I got a ticket for dumping motor oil down the sink. <laughs> your boy's out of control. Uh. Anyway, this all leads to talking about paper plate holders. Yeah. Like I said, it might sound weird, and I know they might not be the most rad year of things, but the way because you can still you know go and buy them now, and also like paper plates are the devil. But there was a time where these kind of skyrocketed into popularity, you know, in the late '80s, throughout the early 90s and you know a little bit later this was before paper plates became like better than some actual plates mm-hmm. um where they're just the flimsy you know you gotta stack like three or four of them together to make anything that can carry any sense of food right um so you would get these plastic paper plate holders and you'd put your plate in it and it was like this plastic mesh holder that you can then you know Keep your plate from folding and bending and and also leaking. You know, it would leak through, but at least it wouldn't completely fall apart. And they also made great little Frisbees. And for me, I was thinking, I want to do something about picnics. What is about picnics that stands out to me? And for this paper plate holder thing, for me, it just sticks in my head. Always has. And, like, you just, you just don't see them around anymore. Uh, because like I said, it's either you have like the plastic where now, you know, is bigger or, you know, paper plates now, uh, like Dixie makes like all the fancy design ones and stuff, but they're also with the wax coating. So they're more solid Right. that you don't need them. Um, but I'm like, I, I was struggling. I'm like, where do I go and research paper plate holders? And so I came across paperplatehub.org. And they were nice enough to have a breakdown of all the variety of the uh, eight best paper plate holder reviews. And this dates back to December 27th of 2018. Um, it's fan- this, I don't know why this makes me just smile. This is why the internet exists to me. 
Um, th- this feels like this is what GeoCities was all about. Yeah, right. The fact that you can have a site reviewing paper plate holders. We've made it. Um, and it reminded me, so like they, they have, there's a variety of ones, but in my opinion, the best ones, and if you're on the site, are the nine inch plastic uh, paper plate holders by Maryland Products in this case. And you, it even has a link to buy them on Amazon. And they're like the spider web style that has like a faux weave to it. Right. In my opinion, that is that that is the premier paper plate holder. I think they're the best. Because mm-hmm. um, they, 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 they're not... Some plastics are a little more fragile. This has a little more bend to it. They're not just going to crack under the weight of your said plate with your quarter chicken and corn on the cob and baked potato wrapped in foil. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good meal. Um, That's good eating right there. Yeah. Oh, God. I can, it, does and is anything better? What is it about like uh like a uh, volunteer fire station uh chicken quarter chicken in a styrofoam box than anything? Why is it that tastes so different? Yeah, there's if you go to the Allentown Fairgrounds where I saw uh, WWF from I think it's what Wednesday to Sunday. There's this place called Dan's Barbecue Chicken mm-hmm. where you can get just that. Yeah. It's in a styrofoam box. You get quarter, half, dark white. Uh, there's the ads are mashed taters with gravy, mac and cheese, corn, pierogies, all the fixins, mm. green beans. Um, and you, yeah, you, they serve it in that styrofoam and it's delicious. And a baked potato, you all the stuff. So Dan's yeah. barbecue chicken, if you want to check out the. And there's a 99 cent story where. I got those ALF bumper stickers from 1987. Yeah, if, if you're there, you gotta go in yeah. into the fairground, into the uh, into the farmers market, and into the flea market side. Yeah, absolutely. There's some good food in that farmers market too, man. I haven't been by in a while. I gotta get in there, get a little something, get some barbecue. Hell yeah, get you some do. cheese. Yeah, get some cheese. Amish cheese. Oh, uh, when I go, hey, you got any mozzarella? Oh, I just made it. Uh, yep. Give me a second. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Amish. Um, and then you also had the, uh, there was, and, and these I hated. Um, my my grandparents had these, and they were the, the wicker rattan ones. Mm-hmm. Do you remember these? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing says. Nothing says a picnic like a splinter. And and as you, like, as return to the paper plate holders, please. You gotta collect those wicker fucking. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You you know those are like, the most common in my opinion. Yeah. You think yeah. so? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's based on you know where you're going, who has what. Um. But yeah, we. I remember you know seeing those or uh like. You know, my grandparents. You were going back to the church picnic. We would bring some of these with us. They, these would travel along oh, with it. those yeah. aluminum folding chairs and the uh, fold-down uh, TV-style uh, little wooden side table trays. Like we would. And the come, cooler like, beer. Well, at the oh, at the church picnic, yeah. they let you bring coolers. I'm just asking if you if 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 uh, your dad did. No, ours because oh um. I'm sure. No, it was just a tub in the back of the truck that you just popped. I can't believe you didn't keep it cold. That's what blows my mind. Didn't give a fuck. 
Um, it wasn't the point. <laughs> uh, it, it's still four and a half percent alcohol, whether it's cold or not. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? There, I had a brilliant thought, and then it just. Oh, I was still thinking about chicken, quarter chickens in styrofoam containers. Well, if you're if you're done talking about the holders, we can we could give our our out our outro. We could start the outro. That's not a bad idea. All right, here's but the we outro. Used to, we used to do the whole quarter chicken thing when I worked up at the because I worked at the Boy Scout camp, and yeah. Wednesday nights was family night. And like, how do you feed that many people? And how we did it was we literally had it was a twenty foot long pit of cinder block and just burning wood and coals, and then sewer grates on top, and just throwing chickens on top of it. Oh, that sounds and delicious. And then throw them off, throw them... Oh, it was so good. I love uh, chicken more than any other animal. It's my favorite. And, you, and, and oh, of course, dicks, and the skin's so, on. Yeah. Now everyone's like, oh, the skin is... I never ate the skin, but... You know, oh, of course you didn't. Yeah. Our grandparents would have killed, would have killed for that. I <laughs> know. You're, you're you're starving for calories. Where we talked about this last week, where you're just putting putting lard on bread to stay alive. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're taking the skin off because you have too much fat in your diet. No, it's just yes. I didn't like it. Yes, great grandpa, look like at me. It. So anyway, enough with the skin. Um, our, the the squeezer pins are in, so uh, we're just waiting on the RK pins, which are twice the size. Because oh, that's look. ironic. You were you were there when they called me. It's like and I, rain. And I, oh, I know the look on your face. It was so sullen. I was like, oh, I'm like, can we make the squeezer ones the same size? Uh, and they're like, we already started production. I was so upset. I'm like, not because I was bigger and you were smaller, it's because they wouldn't match. But the squeezer ones are so fucking adorable. They came in today, and I gave a few out to people who bought shirts at work. And oh boy. Yeah, and they love them. Uh, I'm not going to hear the end of this. Yeah, they're fucking adorable. They're so great. So the RK ones they are coming. They look really good. You'll be able to get your own soon for free. You could buy them if you want, but there's a way to get them for free also. Um, all you have to do is just don't do it in the night, but you're going to have to rate and review us on iTunes. If you already did it, we'll, you just let us know. We'll get to you. And then subscribe to us on YouTube. And there's going to be a few other little things you have to do because we can't, it's going to cost, it costs money. You can't get it completely free. And we will send you this pin set for free. And it is pretty freaking awesome. We have more stuff coming. Check out radiers.com every day for stories from my brain and maybe one day squeezers. Check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash podcast for like five videos. Maybe one day there'll be more. And uh, keep coming back for more Rad Years podcasts. Uh, email me. I'm RK at radyears.com. He's squeezer at radyears.com. The emails are in the information below. And uh, there's some fucking Rad Years or podcast stupid uh uh, what the hell is it? Uh, best best of Rad Years Award or not Rad? I keep saying Rad Years. Sorry, I'm I'm tired. I've been working all the day. Uh, there's some podcast award thing I understand. It was twenty bucks. It's like best of, and you guys have to vote. And as soon as I get the information, I'll tell you. And I, I at this point for twenty bucks, we better get the damn award. Yeah, right. I was reading it's, more about it, and I'm like, like why did I even enter this shit? I don't even care. I'm like, I just want you guys. To to listen and enjoy us. I don't care if we ever make money or win any awards. I just, we do it for you. 
because we do it for us because we do it for you. Uh, okay. If that makes sense. It is. Uh, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye.